0: Welcome to Free Fall RC right, Podcast.
1: Two sticks of butter. FA yeah. 8 <laughs> back, right? Ooh, that's F-8 not new. Back. Two sticks of butter. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Way the to ties together.
1: Uh-huh. Alright. All right, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve and here with me is Kevin. Hey guys. And we have first time on the show, Andy Ross. Hey, now. Hey. Uh, Fred couldn't make it. I heard he went down to, like, New Orleans or something. But I guess he didn't get the memo that Mardi Gras is actually in February and not in December. So Yeah. Yeah. I almost
0: want to go, hey, Andy. Hey, Goob. You can call (laughs) me Goob for the whole episode if you want.
1: (laughs) That's fine. I didn't want to
2: talk to Fred anyway.
1: (laughs) Oh yes. Right back to it. <laughs> nice. All right. This is episode number 105, listener series, volume six with Andy Ross.
0: We were gonna have Deskpile on too, but nobody wanted to talk to him either, Andy. So uh, it's been so
1: long since you've been on this show, Kevin. Uh I don't think I don't think Pile had a couple of weeks off now, you know. I got a really good Deskpile story, though.
0: We'll get into it. It's <laughs> it's serious and it's really good. And I'm not busting his balls for change, so I just slip that one in there.
1: All right. Nice. All right. So how's everyone's week been? Who wants to go first?
0: Well, I guess in traditional fashion, I should go first, right? Sure. Since I've been out Mm -hmm. for a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. So how's your three weeks been?
0: (laughs) Two. Come on. I was only gone two weeks.
1: Two and a half. Okay. Yeah.
0: The first one wasn't my fault. The second one was planned vacation. Mm -hmm. But dude, I just have one thing to say. I have one word for you. What the hell?
1: <laughs> what the hell happened? I don't know. This is what How happens we got, we got when you're not control. on the show, right? You're not on the yeah. show. There's no quality control done on my <laughs> audio because I can't I hear myself. Running free. Right? No, no. I mean, think about it. I can't hear myself. I don't hear. It. I have my mic channel back into my headphone, so I don't know that my audio is... Fucking terrible. <laughs> so, and Fred didn't okay. say shit because. Well, then i that's where I was going. <laughs> yeah, I blame Fred. There you go. Let's just blame Fred. <laughs> thanks, Fred. Yeah, thanks, Fred. You could have told me I sounded like shit. Well, the first
0: week, like I said, I was on call, so I had I was driving. I was texting Fred as I was driving. Don't do that, kids. Don't text Fred. Period. Don't don't text Fred. Period. <laughs> <laughs> but um, don't text them and drive, and I. I was. I really didn't do much in the RC related world that week. I was working on my 3D printer for a little bit,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and that's actually working. And I actually got it to move and print, which I was blown away. I couldn't believe it. But I only got one print out of it, and I tried it again. And I think my garage was too cold, and it couldn't handle it, so it didn't print again. So maybe it's one-time use only. I don't know. <laughs> but we'll. Get, I'll get back to that. Yeah, you should and make then, an
1: enclosure for it. You know.
0: Yeah. And then the second week went on vacation, which was planned, and all's well with the family. And I met, met up with them, my mom, our daughter, uh, and our my extended OHB, Helly family, uh, mm-hmm.
3: and, and the RC Helly Hangout. Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, but I did go to Sundancer's Field, Flying Field, which is about 40 minutes from our house in Port St. Lucie. And, man... I know I was there once before, but I really didn't get a chance to talk to anybody that was part of the club. And I met up with the vice president who happened to be there cutting the grass. Dude, this club is the one that has the dirt track on it that I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But they also have like a pond, a huge pond. And I was curious about that. I was curious about helicopters. Like, do they allow helicopters, you know, Uh because some clubs don't. And, you know, how cool are these guys? So he got off the lawnmower. And we started talking, and he he was really cool, super nice guy named Dave. And I said, "Yeah, what's the deal with the pond?" And he was like, uh, "Well, we do float planes there. We had a big float fly last weekend, and guys came out with some really big stuff and flew off the the pond. And it's like I said, it's a decent size, man. It's probably half a football field. Like, wow. I think that's pretty big. Yeah, he said it's stocked. You know, if you want to fish, you can fish there, catch and release." Oh, really? they own they own the land yeah he said helicopters are no problem they it's almost the same as our club like if the helicopter's up some guys won't fly some guys will you know fly their planes and whatnot mm-hmm. they'll do like four at a time and he says basically you know everybody's here to have a good time and you know have fun so nice. it seems like a re- really cool club man
1: yeah yeah, sounds awesome
0: does this yeah. mean you found a club when you moved to florida yeah, I'd definitely probably be flying there. Sure. S- sounds like a cool place.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I'd love to try the float planes. I have I have zero experience with that. I've never done that. Or a float helicopter. Never done that either. Ooh, scary. <laughs> Floats, Floats drag, drag
1: a lot of water. Like, you know, it's a lot of drag on the water. So,
0: yeah. yeah. So, it, I don't know. It'd be cool. And I might join in and then leave. I could leave something down there till we move, you know, for the next couple of years or whatever mm-hmm. and and just take it and go fly there. Yeah. So that that was that was really cool, man. Awesome. And uh yeah, then we ran into all our buddies at Orlando Heli Blowout, which
1: we'll get into. Yeah. So I guess I'll go. Um yeah, got on a plane Friday morning, got to Orlando around what was it like twelve thirty or so? And then by one o'clock, one thirty, I was already I was at OHP. we we'll got go Frank
0: Frank picked you up. Frank was like the shuttle guy. He picked up Bill and uh, Maynard. Maynard, yeah. Like yep. earlier, like an hour earlier that day.
1: Yeah, like two hours away or something like that. Like it was on the way for him coming from Miami, but like oh. yeah, it was like a two-hour. I think east of Orlando. Like, they didn't fly into Orlando um, MCL. They did. I think they palms. No, not Palm I don't know. They land. They basically went into a different airport for some reason. So. You know, Frank kind of went north, met up with them at that airport, then went west to, uh, Orlando. So, yeah. So Frank picked me up with, uh, uh, Rob. So McToon came with him. Yeah. And we'll kind of get into that, but we'll, we'll kind of see what, uh, I mean, besides that, I don't think, did I do anything else in the RC? No, not really. So yeah, well, Andy, how about you? Well,
2: most of last week was OHB. Um, the week before was just, getting ready, trying to get all my stuff together. Uh, I always let, wait to the very last minute, and then I'm running around trying to find this, get that, um, which is just typical. Um, <laughs> nice. Tr- yeah, trying not to forget something and take parts. Um, I, I've I've slowed way down. The more I go to, the less I seem to take. Yeah. Um. The first event, I took everything
3: mm-hmm. yeah. that I own, almost. <laughs> yep. Yep.
2: Uh, all my tools, all my parts. I mean, everything you can imagine. I I didn't use ten percent of it. Yeah. So I've I've cut way 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 back, and uh, it, it makes it a lot easier. Um, just take enough helicopters. If you crash, just fly another one. Don't worry about it. That that seems to be the best way to go about it.
1: Yep. Really not much else, just just preparing. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I think Kevin and I realized too going to all these flight fest events where we basically bring I don't know how many planes. I think at one event we oh had my like God. we had like thirty planes between you, me, and Jeff. And then we had, I think between you and me, we had like maybe ten helicopters or or yeah. eleven or something like that. And it was insane because we never flew all of them. We barely flew even a, a quarter of those uh, of what we brought, so yeah. yeah. So even even until like more recently, like earlier this year, I would you know what what event did I go down to? Uh, I think the Jersey one. I drove down and I ended up bringing like I don't know five helicopters and I flew one. <laughs> so I was just like oh, yeah, South Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I, I brought a decent amount. I brought no, actually, I brought more. I I I flew more than one. I flew three out of the five. I brought. Or four. Yeah. So I flew more then. Um but yeah, let's kinda go into OHB. So I mean, this Kevin and I, this was our first and I guess last OHB. Um (laughs) (laughs) uh, I don't know. Andy, have you gone to OHB before? Yes, I went last year. Last year was my
2: first, so this is my second go at it. Okay. Um weather wasn't great. Yeah. Um
1: yeah, the weather pretty much sucked. I mean, it really yeah, did. <laughs> yeah, Friday wasn't it, too bad, right? Friday was uh, it was it was all right. It was you know it was a little bit of overcast, but um, it started getting bad towards the night.
2: Sure. Th- Thursday, see, I got there uh, late Wednesday night. It was hot. It was nice Wednesday night. Okay. Thursday was was really nice. Um, started to get cloudy and overcast. Friday, it just got a little bit worse. Saturday just sucked.
1: Yeah, Saturday and, uh, was the, the prime time too.
2: Yeah, and Sunday was perfect.
1: Yeah, heard. the
2: wind, it was full sun.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was still chilly, but not cold. Um, I I did more flying Sunday before I left than all other days put together.
0: Yeah, um, hey, Andy, where were you? Where were you coming from?
2: Uh, I'm in East Tennessee. Okay, um, near Knoxville area. Right. About, okay. about, about a 10 hour drive for me to get down there. Okay. And you oh, drove, wow. right? Yes, I drove.
1: Nice.
2: That's a pretty good ride. Yeah. yeah I, I did it in stages because I, I left. Um, I had to be uh, in Orlando by five o'clock on Wednesday because I rented a, a camper, a travel trailer. So I, I drove um, three hours Tuesday night, uh, stopped in South Carolina. And then went on down uh, Wednesday. Picked up the camper, took it to field, and and got everything set up. Oh, nice. About eh, nine o'clock or something Wednesday night. So it it worked out nice. It that's the first time I've camped at the field.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It just makes things easier. Um, you're you're there. You can do night flying or whatever. You don't really have to travel. You are just everything is
0: there. Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: sure. It's a completely different experience.
1: It really is. It's especially for these type of fun flies, where I would say seventy percent of the fun was after ten o'clock. Yeah, oh
3: absolutely. Yeah, eighty percent.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. So, so we'll kind of go over. Uh, let's let's talk about Friday, I guess, mainly, right? So, so Kevin, you got there earlier. You got there before I did. Um,
0: yeah i got there about eleven thirty on friday
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh we were talking earlier about maybe putting you know crashes we saw or scariest moments or whatever and and kind of deleted that but i was going to say one of my scariest moments was bringing the wife to the field <laughs> <laughs> i was not sure how she was going to react yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. she was funny she was like she took it really well she walked around nice and calm but then when i said to her you know um, what do you think? She was like, these things are a lot larger than you told me they were. And I was like, <laughs> come on. I, I pointed to one and I was like, that's, that's about the size I have at home there. I mean, it's what did you, you know, point I, to? I pointed to a 570. Uh, I was like, that's, that's Come on, what, That's what she's seen in the garage.
1: Come on. You should have just been like, all right, I'll bust it. You see that 700. That's what I have. Yeah. In fact, I have two of them. One nitro, one electric. <laughs> yeah.
2: Kevin's over
0: here see that oxy that's
1: no <laughs> yeah, big problem Yeah, that's about yeah. it <laughs> it's easy that's about what i got
0: <laughs> but then i was like she was like all right i'm done and i was like good just go to the mall and pick me up later so she split
3: mm-hmm.
0: and uh one of the first guys i walked up to was justin from justin Pucci from the rchn show yep
1: it was awesome and he to meet was him.
0: and he had chew marks on his ear from desk pilot who Got the right angle to his ear, man, and was just, I was like, I walked up, I shook his hand, and I was like, Justin, if you need a break, just give me the high sign, you know, and I kind of pulled (laughs) on my ear or something, and he was like, okay, but you know, this is what I want to say, busting aside with Bill, you know, I didn't realize, like, how long of a relationship those guys have had, like, Bill's known Justin for a long time and has, like, text him almost, you know, a couple times a week, they talk about different things, I was listening to, you know, the whole conversation while I was standing there, and, you know, they're talking about, you know, photography and stuff because Bill's into photography.
1: Yeah. And so is Justin. Of the stars. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's what they were talking about. And yep. it was getting pretty heavy duty. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize this, you know, mm-hmm. that Bill knew him. And I, I even asked them, you know, when did you guys first meet up? And I think they said Urcha 2015 or 14 or something. But, uh, yeah, it was it was decent. You know, I I, I know Bill and we bust on Bill's chops. But, you know, didn't realize that he knew Justin you know that well it was it was pretty interesting but that was that was really a highlight for me one of them was just besides meeting everybody man that the guys i like Andy I met him for the first time there Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah meeting Justin Justin. and and talking to him was pretty amazing hanging out
1: Gina Tucker and Gina
0: right Mm -hmm. so I gave Justin a couple stickers immediately and he picked up his charging case and he was like would you do me the honor of putting a free fall rc sticker on my charging case and i was like holy shit
3: <laughs> nice. i was
0: like really dude yeah he was like yeah yeah and so we're i'm looking for a spot and he goes i want you to put it right next to the RCHN one nice <laughs> like, okay. yeah.
1: yeah awesome so that
0: was cool and what a cool guy man what sure. a really mm-hmm. cool guy he had nothing but great things to say about us and the podcast and what we've been doing that's and awesome, really man. really humbling yeah it was really cool to hear it from him because that's like you know steve I telling me hey that was pretty good guitar playing you did there or right whatnot, you know? right uh-huh yeah he mentioned a few things about possibly getting back in front of the microphone and maybe coming on the show i told him you know you always have an open invite as with everybody else and uh it was pretty pretty decent talking to him
2: yeah i wanted to say uh i had met justin at urcha 2015 i guess but ju- he was busy so it was just kind of a hey how you doing shook yeah. his hand but um i got to hang out with him a little bit at ohb and he's just the nicest guy just the coolest dude yeah yeah and i had to tell him that um everything that i've learned about helicopters on the technical side was from him and nick
3: mm-hmm. i yep, mean i yeah.
2: listened to every episode as I'm, I'm sure a lot of guys have it it was just such a wonderful source of info it's it's kind of like your listen to shows and same with your show now it's just like listening to your buddies hanging out you know as yeah. you're driving or
0: or doing whatever it's just an, an invaluable resource and it's cool to bring it full circle and like actually talk to that person too you know for me i i thought it was it was really excellent to just walk up shake his hand and you know be like hey dude you know thank you thanks yeah. for doing what yeah. you guys did yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of that's kind of the
2: way i came at it it's like, dude. I can't thank you enough. I wouldn't be probably as deep into the Helis as I am now without RCHN.
1: Oh, for sure. I would not know 80% of the stuff I know now without them. Like, you know, because like most of us, you know, like, yeah, there's YouTube and there's, you know, Facebook and, you know, maybe a couple guys at your club, but really, like, all the real technical stuff, like knowing what disk loading, collective management, and all this stuff, like, it really came from. Like from their podcast, and listening over and over, and kind of you know hearing what they talk about, just the way they, they described it and everything, and then eventually, when I flew and I got a little bit better, it all started clicking, you know you got right. to see it, you got to see when your 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 motor was boggy, and you got of you know you understood it that your gov wasn't holding, and stuff like that, so yeah. Right. yeah yeah, and and like
2: when I started out, um just there's so many the companies and all the different models. Mm-hmm. you don't know even where to begin. Like what's good, what's bad, what's right. You know, what's this size. And then and of course the whole align, um, sizing mechanism 450s, fifties, you know, what right. size blade does that use? Uh, so just listen to those guys, you know, week after week, just chatting about the different brands and different models. You don't realize how much you pick up it's like, Oh, okay. I know what a Gowie is or compass or, a line or SAB is a goblin, all that kind of thing. It, it's hard to just go research that. But mm-hmm. when you just listen to a bunch of guys hanging
0: out, you, you just kind of pick all that stuff up. Yep, definitely. So dude, so then I ran into the guys, I mean, our Jersey guys.
1: Yeah, which uh, is awesome.
0: It was good to see, you know, Devin came up, hugged me and a few times and I kind of had to tell him, you got to stop dude. Cause people are starting to talk.
1: And, um, <laughs> and, and 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 literally, like you can't have your face three inches from my face. It just doesn't no, work. <laughs> uh, I'm excited uh, to see you, but not that excited. Please. <laughs> uh he's
0: he's the coolest. He's the coolest. kid, man. <laughs>
1: Gina says, yeah, Devin stalks her." <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, I heard yeah, he yeah. likes redheads, so and, I
3: don't know. Gina, maybe and, and older women. So <laughs> there you go. And
1: and she could throw down on the heli, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah oh boy okay okay
0: we're getting up too <laughs> so i saw mctoon
3: mm-hmm.
0: and uh you know shook his hand and talked to him for a little bit saw frank moradios and mm-hmm. uh he gave me a big hug man always good to see frank we were talking earlier man yeah. frank is just the man uh, yeah. and uh he does so much for the hobby man you know a lot of yeah. stuff behind the scenes
3: mm-hmm.
0: let's see who else did i run into oh mr zinao ryan yeah he had something planned for me, walked up and he was like, are you going to be here for like the next two minutes? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I do I'm hanging. I'm just chatting. He's like, okay, stay right here. And he came back and gave me a bottle of vodka. <laughs>
3: he gave <me> a bottle <laughs> nice. of Tito's
0: vodka. Nice. And the bo- bottle had a little sweater on it. And he was like, I'm going to try to expand your palate with some Tito's. <laughs> and, uh, besides oh, awesome. the overwhelming sound of my wife's eyes rolling, um, <laughs> I, I tried to thank him as much as I could, dude. I was like, that was that was that was just I don't even know what to say, man. I mean, Ryan, thanks so much, man. Yeah,
1: that's awesome, dude. Wow.
0: And he's from what, Milwaukee or Wisconsin or something? W- Wisconsin.
2: Wisconsin.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: he's
2: in the,
1: the upper northwest there.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Damn. he he's a
2: nice guy, but I swear I was ready to kill him.
1: <laughs> you and Thur- a lot of people. Dude. <laughs> Th-
2: Thursday night, man. <laughs> I got zero sleep from those guys shooting off firecrackers. and Oh, this yeah, and that. yeah, yeah. A lot of fireworks, huh? Yeah, I was ready to punch him in the head. But <laughs> he's what- hes the, I mean, he's the sweetest guy. I mean, he really is. And he he keeps the, with the night flying, he keeps the the energy up and the party going. So, I mean, he's a good dude. I'm just yeah. busting his chops a little. Yeah, yeah. No, he's-,
1: he's a good dude, but he does get on people's nerves i people know this i don't there's no no there's no new news for this but yeah he he uh he talks people to the ground <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: uh, he's kind of like a couple other guys i go flying with sure <laughs> then talk me into the ground yeah so yeah speaking of gina i ran into her i mean this uh-huh. is just my recap you guys can go through yours if you want but yeah uh, ran into gina i walked up she was working on something and i said hey i saw a video where you were busting my chops and she turned around. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, how you doing? You know, and uh, I, I hung out with her for a little bit and just another great person in the hobby, man. Really yeah. super cool down to earth. Yep. And um, we got a chance to take a picture with her and um, and Justin, which was mm-hmm. really cool. She yeah. was the one that actually was like, hey, I want to get a picture with you and Steve. Make sure before you leave, you know, we, we do that. So yeah,
3: yeah.
0: that was really cool. And, you know, I just Burt camera ran to him real quick. We ran into um, George's from Scorpion. Yeah, yeah. Shook his hand real quick, which was really cool. I saw Joe Cashwell and I wanted to say hi, but I I missed out on on just saying hi to him. Yeah. And uh, ran into Kyle Stacey in one of the tents. Man, he he looked over and I walked up and you know was like, hey dude, how's it going? And you know we talked for a little bit because he's he lives like the next town over from my mother. Like so we mm-hmm. started talking and he's just such a cool dude. He's yeah. really cool, down to earth guy, man. And then I ran into Diamante, Mike, and Chris. Yep.
3: Um,
0: Chris is just such a cool guy. You know, I introduced him to my wife, and I said to my wife later, I was like, how old do you think that kid was? And she was like 18, 19. I was like, no, I think he's 15 no, or no. 16. 17 now. Yeah. Oh, he's 17 now? All right. Well, he was that big when he was 16. Yeah.
1: He was that big when he was 14.
0: <laughs> yeah. Our buddy Phil, Old
1: mm-hmm. Man 3D. Old Man I 3D. I saw him.
0: I mean, I was only there from like 11 to, you know, 1130 to about three. And I tried to do as much as I could talking to people and, and just just taking in the whole event, you know. Yeah. And Frank offered me his heli to fly. You know, Rob said, hey, fly my 550. Devin was like, fly my N7. You know, guys were letting offering their helis up. But I was like, you know what? I'm just I'll just chill. You know, I don't want to show up, crash something and then leave. Uh, I would feel pretty douching about it. <laughs> So, uh, that was like my recap in a nutshell. I know you guys were no longer, so you guys can tell me what what I missed,
1: yeah, yeah, so I mean, I yeah, I got there around like one something, met up with you. um, it's kind of funny because I met up with you, and then Ryan disappeared, <laughs> uh Ryan's in now, and I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, we walk around we do some stuff, we're watching some you know people fly. um, I think you left at, uh, you know, after we spoke to like georges and and a couple of folks, you ended up having to leave. And, and Justin, then, yeah, yeah, we and have Justin, a picture with Justin mm-hmm. and, and and then, then Split. Like, you know, I'm I'm hanging out with the Darcy Holly hangout guys, right? So they're all just chilling out. Um, Chris, Nud, Frank, of course. Uh, oh, they're right. they're The Chris, yeah, mm-hmm. Anthony, um, one of their friends. Uh, let's see, Maynard, oh. Ron, Ron, chorus, of course. Oh, Ron, dude, too. Yeah, yeah, Jeez, yeah. I forgot all these guys. Um, uh, I met Ronald Jones uh extreme toys guy the guy. um let's see who else Uh, just so many andy of course you andy ross uh just just a whole bunch of people right and and it's cool because we're just hanging out whatever and i I, and i go facebook live on and someone's flying and and then like i see ryan jump on the facebook live feed i'm like where the hell is this guy this guy's on you know like watching my feed but he's not here (laughs) like you know i haven't met him yet like in person yet but anyways um yeah eventually met him you know it's all cool he's a, uh, yeah he's he's a character for sure, you know <laughs> it's a good guy though he uh definitely pushes people and makes the hobby um very entertaining, I guess like
2: it might not be as fun if you're the one flying, but I yeah swear it yeah sure outside of it it, it <laughs> makes it so much fun for everybody else, yep, you know yep. get them go on. <laughs> You know, we, which you can watch the videos on the Hangout. Yeah. Um, His heckling it, is by yeah, far it, like on another level. <laughs> yeah. It, he's, he's great at it. Yeah. I don't know why he doesn't have a microphone
0: to do it
1: mm-hmm. full time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm sure, sure
0: the, all the part vendors there would love that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Who else I meet up? Gail, uh, Gail Line. Uh, yeah. There's, there's Miss Kyle. Kyle. There's Duncan. There's uh, just so many. Um, Oh, from Israel, um, guy and, and Tal Roget got to actually meet them for the first time in person. And oh, nice. I got to say, like, I know Tal, he, he kind of stopped flying helicopters for a little bit, but he got, um, his dad got, got into, uh, turbine jets. So he kind of got into it a little too. So more recently, he's been doing a lot of, like his videos have been a lot of, uh, turbine stuff, but, okay. um, but oh my God, he, he, he took up his goblin up in the air, and boy, does that kid still throw down so, like, insane. His mm-hmm. overspeeds. I mean, it sounds like the helicopter's going to explode, and it just it, he has, like, I don't know, just this touch of, like, it just the way he makes the helicopter sound. It's amazing. It's so cool. So it was, it was awesome to, to meet them. And, and they knew who I was, which was kind of surprising. <laughs> now, is that the young kid that was at Flight Fest the one year? No, no, that, uh, you're talking about, um,
0: what was, who was the kid that I uh, donated or, or I sold my 450 and, and Muse donated it to him?
1: Oh, oh, yeah, uh, Cheyenne. Yeah, and, and, saw and, and Cheyenne. The, yeah. Yeah, 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 and his dad. That's yeah, they, they were there too. Yep, yep. I got to, uh, you know, talk to did, them
2: real quick. Did you get a chance to see him fly?
1: Hit, uh, yeah, yeah, from I, a distance, I, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I've, I've been kind of watching him. He was at the, uh, his first event or first thing into RC was the the Flight Fest twenty fifteen, mm-hmm. I guess the one I was at. Okay, and um and then he got into helicopters. Yeah. just shortly after that. Yeah, but man, he has improved. Uh, oh, it's been so cool to watch him the yes. last two three years get yeah. so much better, so much more technical, smoother. Just, uh, it's just been really cool to watch watch a young guy like that just start yep. getting better and better and progressing. I still
1: remember his first flight that I saw him fly. It um, was like a little, you know, what is the Red Bull 103? The little blade Kelly, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like, you know, it was scary. It was very sketchy, you know. Like it was it didn't seem like he was in very good control. But then the following year he's doing like pyro flips and he's doing all these moves that we do now. It's like, damn, Life. wow. You know, it's a, it's impressive. And he's a he's a Gawi sponsored pilot now, um, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So yeah, it was it was great. I mean, uh let's see, who else? Neil, um I don't know how to say his last name. Capanork, yeah, yeah. Chapeloric, yeah. Um you know, got to meet him. Just a whole bunch of people. And and you know what's the funniest thing is this event had the most amount of people from the Northeast go mm-hmm. down there. Like, mm-hmm. like it was weird because obviously the McClellans were there, and then you got Maynard and Despilot, um Kevin, you and me. Um and then there's a bunch of people that I've I've seen at at uh, Virginia, the the spring fling and the fall mowdown fun flies. Um Lincoln. I don't know how to say his last name. It's like Everard, uh, or Everard, Everard, I believe. Everard, Ever, yeah, Everard, Everard. Yeah, I got like that. I got to chill with him for a little bit, and oh my god, this kid is an amazing pilot. He really,
2: yeah, does. he's he's really good.
1: And, and it's not, it's like he's like one of those pilots that you know could compete, but he doesn't. He just wants to fly for himself. Like I was telling you, you know he's like he does he doesn't even fly during the daytime. He only flies at nighttime because he just wants to like relax to fly when he wants to fly. He doesn't care about being sponsored or any of that stuff. That's cool, man. And he's like, I mean, he's one of those pilots where you watch and you're like on the edge of your seat with, like, excitement, you know? It's, he's so exciting to watch. Like, I don't understand, like, if I was any of these sponsors, I'd be like, God, I gotta pick this kid up because he's just he's just so entertaining to watch, you know? And even if you're not, like, a heli guy, if you watch him and just how close he is and how much, how many times he drags his tail blades on the grass and his main blades on the grass, you know? And how what? low? Yeah, He's just
2: with, with an old Align Seven Hundred Nitro V One V One. It's all like bent boom and all like. Sketch. And it's been it's on. been f- on fire. It's been
1: on fire. <laughs> yes, his wires are all crazy. burnt out. He's
2: out there just throwing it around. I mean, yeah, it's
1: just awesome. Amazing, cool. amazing pilot. Uh, I know I'm missing more, but. Uh, you know, just overall, yeah. Saturday sucked. Um, I got like I basically this whole event. I got two flights in. <laughs> like, I don't even know why I bring a heli down to this event because I barely flew. Um, but it was cool. Uh, I didn't like the size of the boxes and the the, the what is it? Those power lines in the back. I know they're way yeah. far out there. They're farther than they look, but, but it's they, scary they for me. They look super close, yeah. yeah, because they're so big, yeah, the, so they
2: look close. yeah. And the boxes are are pretty small.
1: Yeah, so they had the main flight line, which was pretty big. But then they had three flight stations on each side, which was like—I mean—they seem small. They seem smaller than our flight boxes at our field, Kevin. So. Oh really? Yeah, you know they probably have more depth, but I just—I didn't want to risk how deep they go, you know. Was it? uh, Because I was had oh I had um who did I have spot me? I I forgot who it was, and I was like oh man, I just feel like that thing is—I'm gonna hit it. I feel like I'm gonna hit it. I just like you know with that kind of thoughts in your head, you you kind of dial back your flying you're like yeah i'll just kinda, well you,
2: know. you never really get comfortable so right you, you're just kind of on edge the whole time yeah. yeah
1: uh another person i met which uh, uh i was really happy to meet was uh matthew kramer um he's from up there you know wisconsin, wisconsin. area yep mm-hmm. he's good friends with rich nap and and you know he's a he's a really good pilot and he's like a really down to earth guy, like just like everyone yeah. else I've noticed from Wisconsin. Yeah,
2: I wanted to mention him kind of when I when I talk about it. But mm-hmm. such a that's the first time i met him. Such a cool yeah. guy. He's just
3: mm-hmm.
2: and he flies with um, what I call common sense. I mean, he's an excellent pilot, very smooth.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but he doesn't try to do things an inch off the ground. You know, sure, he, sure, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. It's just as good to do it three foot off the ground as it is three inches. I, sure. I find it just as entertaining mm-hmm. but so smooth um i actually let him fly my my brand new gasser he done an excellent job i mean he just made it look great i don't know how <laughs> i don't know how else to explain it but right uh you mentioned that a lot of guys from the northeast there was a big group from wisconsin
1: yeah
2: Ryan yeah and, um matthew uh, mark, mark yep. um,
1: osweger just, or something like
2: that right yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just a whole bunch of guys i mean just co- yeah cool group of dudes
1: yeah i do want to let's 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 talk about crashes because we did see quite a bit of crashes i would yes. say even in
0: um, the three hours i was there
1: yeah you want to go over some of the crashes you you saw
0: well i only saw one and it was while the wife and i were watching uh-huh she quoted hillary's latest book she was like what happened <laughs> and uh it was it was duncan Bosian your brother
3: yeah was this was the on? drag
0: race no, no, no. It was about 1130 and we just showed up and
1: he uh, was flying and he crashed right John- in front of Jonathan, me. I think is his name. Yes, Jonathan. Yeah. 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 He's a good pilot, too. He's very similar to Duncan style. I guess, you know, they're brothers. They fly yeah. together. So, um, you know, very, very, very technical. Very good.
0: They're both two for two because I saw Duncan crash at Flight Fest. That was the only time I've seen him fly. And now. The only yeah. time I saw his brother fly, he crashed. So
1: I think
2: Duncan might have crashed one other period through the week. But I know Jonathan. Yeah, he crashed a most, couple times. Mm-hmm. He did the most spectacular crash I've yes, seen in, yes. in is the it drag the, race. Is it the drag race? Yes. yes. Oh, geez.
1: Yeah, so. Um,
2: he drove it in the ground. He must yeah. have been doing 100 mile an hour. It, oh,
0: God.
1: Battery went to the left. Well, no, no, no. Battery went, like, from what I saw. The battery stayed where the initial impact, but the helicopter went shooting to the
2: right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The helicopter hits the ground, battery ejects, mm-hmm. and then you see it pop up like eight feet. Yeah, to the still right. spinning, yep. just yep. drifting off to the right with no tail. Yeah, tail went to the left.
1: Yeah, um, it was spectacular. And then boom, lipo fire. So they're running uh-huh. out with the car, golf cart. Oh my god! Series, it was it was amazing because he like he took off. And he just went, like, knife fish full collective out, and it just went straight into the ground. Like, it was just, like, <laughs> an arch, like, think about a line, a trajectory line of, like, forward and then straight down into the ground. It was spectacular. It was he, amazing. He,
2: he won that,
1: he that did, round. Yeah. Uh-huh. But unfortunately,
2: he crashed and couldn't move on. But <laughs> right, geez, right. it was quite impressive.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's see. what So he, he also crashed... Another time, and I think this was just on the main flight line he was flying and, and he crashed. Uh, but there's just, there was, there was quite a bit of crashes, surprisingly. Well, not surprisingly. Um, <laughs> I think one of the worst crashes though, and, and, and sorry, Neil, if you listen to this is, uh, Neil was <laughs> flying Frank's, uh, NX five and, you know, he, he, he got a lockout or something, something happened and basically it, it got drove into the ground and it was just like, Oh, demolished, no. demolished. It was like everything broke on that thing. It was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like the <laughs> the motor was running, the clutch was sparking like a freaking sparkler. Ble- you it blew know? up the clutch. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it blew up the clutch, blew up the shoe, like just but like the tail was destroyed, the night blades. Uh he didn't have the canopy on, so that's actually that actually survived. <laughs> but everything else is like trash. Um <sighs> yeah, it's unfortunate, but Oh, the other cool thing I saw was a couple of scale helis, right?
0: Yeah. I saw some amazing scale helis. The, what is
1: it called? The Chinook?
0: The Chinook that was like 10 feet long.
1: Yeah. It was like bigger than 800 size blades. Um, Did you actually see it fly, Kevin? Because I did. No. That thing was amazing.
2: That's, um, yeah, that's Danny um, Mm Milnik with Arrow Panda. Yep built that and it's it's absolutely amazing you saw it fly steve yeah 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 he's doing just nice cool circuits and yeah he's just nice sports flying flying with it
1: and it's just amazing because you know for folks that might not know what a chinook is it's um it's like the the big helicopter with the two rotors on the top right one in the front one in the back um it's a military helicopter i believe and and the cool thing is it's like the way that the gear train is set up and it you know the way it does, like rudder or like, it's only two servos per. I guess swashplate in the front. Yeah,
0: yeah. <clears throat> I was talking to Justin about this. Yeah, he said the same thing.
1: Yeah, so so the the way it does like elevator is by differential, um, collective pitch. Right. Right. So you would go a little bit higher collective on the back to tilt it forward. The way it does the the rudder is it does opposite aileron banks. Yeah. So it banks your your if you want to go left, it banks your front um set of blades, your swash to the left, and your back Mm -hmm. to the right. So it rotates it that way. Pivot,
2: yeah, pivots in the center.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Andy and I were talking about that while we were there, and Mm -hmm. I I had a thought that possibly there's some mixing setup because you can set isn't there a setting for some of the helicopter models that have four servos on the swash instead of three? I thought back in the day
1: I saw that. I don't know how you would do the rudder. There's a lot of CCPM type of mixing you can do with different servo layouts, but this was a custom firmware on the Bavarian Demon that was running. Okay, so this was like yeah. all custom program to do this. Yeah,
2: yeah. I was thinking about it, and I thought it must have been some some sort of custom software, or firmware, or something mm-hmm. yep. to get that because you don't. I've never seen anything out of the box that could do that.
3: Right.
1: That was cool. We had some couple of. um RC Aerodyne, you know, super scale birds, which is awesome.
0: I did post some pictures on Facebook of that mm-hmm. model, the Chinook, um, like the MASH one they had, the whatever it is that mm-hmm. a guy had a large version of that. Uh, there were some there was two Coast Guard.
1: Yeah, that's the I one I there.
0: took pictures
2: of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did and, you guys see those? They did a tandem fly. With yeah. The yeah. It was Coast cool.
0: guard. I only saw one of them fly.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say one one of them had a, a
1: rescue winch, which is yeah, really cool. It was so cool, like he like he would stop, hover, and he would drop the winch and pull it back up and then fly away. Right? It was pretty cool. Yeah, and those are big too. the uh, The bigger Coast Guard one definitely was eight hundred or bigger. It, it looked like. Yeah, and then they had that. They
0: had that big one where the Sikorsky. Oh, the they S- had a Sikorsky. DT, yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't see that one.
0: It's uh, yeah, it was all the way down at the end. It was uh, it was white. Very large. I did see the Coast Guard one fly, but I, I don't know if I saw that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a that's an old Navy one.
1: Did you want to go into anything else?
0: Um, yeah, just a little bit. Okay. Um,
2: yeah, go for it. Like I said, I, I got there Wednesday night and um, flew some Thursday. Uh, but I want to talk about I had got in, um uh, a couple months ago i built uh the new whiplash gasser and uh, i got to meet up with the guys from miniature aircraft uh raja mm-hmm. raja yeah i think yeah i think you might guys know him he's from the the northeast mm-hmm. yep uh he helped me get some tuning done give me some advice super nice guy and um and uh, Joseph and Judith with miniature aircraft could not be nicer. Help me out. Nice. Uh, give me some washers and just just a super good group of people. And um, they had brought three pilots with them from Germany. Um, Crazy Germans. Yeah, <laughs> young guys. Uh, Tim, uh, Gustav, and. I'm going to forget the other guy's name. But man, they were some good pilots.
1: Mm-hmm. Wasn't and there also, what's his name? Um, Devin Connors. Isn't he part of Maintry Aircraft? Yes,
2: yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's awesome too. Yeah,
1: yeah. Very, uh, very smart guy, right? You can tell. Just yeah. Talk.
2: Yeah. Very, very, very good guy. Good pilot. Yep. Um, fun to hang out with. Um, Joseph brought the, basically the whole team come out for night flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bo, all three nights I think
3: yeah
2: hung out done some night flying under the construction lights just us just a really good uh bunch of people to hang out with so I just wanted to mention them because I know Joseph is is trying to get miniature aircraft back on the map so to say sure. and my experience could not be better with them cool so anyway that was Thursday uh Flew a little bit Friday, a couple flights. Um, I wasn't out for the Friday night flying because Ryan kept me up all Thursday night, so I had to get <laughs> some sleep.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are doing some crazy stuff.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and uh, then, I do want to uh, mention this. For Friday night night flying, um, they busted out this little Blade 360 CFX, and it had a Neo on it. I gotta say, holy crap, that thing can fly. Like, you know, once you get rid of the b I don't mean I don't even know if it's a B-sex, but just like Was it the three blade or the two? No, no, just a regular two-bladed okay. one. And it was just like these guys are smacking it down, like laying it down with that little heli. You know, these are like uh-huh. uh Josh Goudreau and um uh Jason Bell and like all the a main guys. Um they're the ones who had it, and I guess they just like getting like these little helis where they just you know, I, sure. I, I think uh, Gujo says it's kinda like a communal heli between them. They just kinda let anyone fly it and just bash the hell out of it. Um, I mean, you know, let's just say there was helicopters and, and maybe some some fireworks with that with you know yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. So um, which was amazing. Um who who thought that those blades spinning at whatever thousands of RPMs, you know, how hard it would be to actually hit the, <laughs> with fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyways, uh <laughs> Yeah, good to you. <laughs> no, no, that
2: that's cool. Uh, lots of like like we said earlier, eighty yeah. percent of the fun happens yeah. after dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Saturday just kind of hung out. I mean, the weather was crappy, so I didn't I didn't do any flights. Uh, and for me, I like to fly when it's not as busy. So yeah. Friday and Saturday are typically the busiest days. So I just mm-hmm. sort of hang out, uh, watch the pros. Um, they did the the noontime demos, mm-hmm. which are always fun to watch. I mean, all the pro pilots, the Duncan, the Kyle, Kyle, and yeah,
1: Kyle Dahl, Kyle Stacy. Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, just, I mean, the guys are just amazing. Yep. It's it's yeah. mind boggling to, was to a, watch the stuff they do.
1: Yeah, Synergy put on a, a three way, five sixteen mm-hmm. flight. So our very mm-hmm. own Chris Reiber. Matt Botos yeah. and um, and Piro P Campbell, mm-hmm. they threw down um, yeah, all three fun. of them flying the five sixteen and <laughs> and that, what was it I, was it was that yeah it was this one where like yeah uh, Botos yeah. lands <laughs> and they're like oh come on you can't just land like, you can't yeah, end the flight like auto, that do, do an, an auto, auto. <laughs> so he goes up yeah, really he high he did an auto and did did it land safely no. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, but uh, it didn't seem like much damage just landing kids So uh, wait a minute, Matt Bodos crashed. He crashed twice. Mm-hmm. He crashed an N7 too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, wow, I didn't get
2: to see the N7, but I saw the five sixteen. Yeah,
1: he was like coming back towards them, like you know, from outside, like out in field, kind of low, and then it just went in. <laughs> you know, he was he wasn't smacking. It was just like kind of sport fight. He just went in. You know, I Damn. think he said the, like the wind kind of took it yeah. you know pushed it down so yeah it was it was a
2: pretty strong wind what would you say sure. steve like 15 20 mile an hour probably yeah it, yeah it for pre- sure. pretty heavy winds yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah especially at nighttime i felt the winds were even more brutal and mm-hmm. then i think yeah friday night they did stop flying at night for like an hour or is that saturday night
2: that, yeah. was, pro- rained,
1: that yeah, was probably when it rained yeah okay yeah it rained yeah. super hard yeah, uh, Friday. For like a, for like an hour and then it cleared up and then, you know, the night flying resumed, so. Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't get a chance to meet up with Chris. I guess he came in what, Saturday?
1: Yes, he came Saturday. Um Cool.
2: Yeah, I got to shake his hand, meet him in person. He was busy getting a bunch of stuff ready and but it's cool. I I've always enjoyed Chris. I used to read his column RC Heli Pilot and Mhm follow his facebook and website i'll I, I really appreciate all he does for the hobby promoting and uh,
1: yeah.
0: he's he's a really cool guy
2: yep. yeah
1: all right uh so you guys ready to move on to the main topic now
0: i thought that was the main topic no nope. oh the main topic is andy
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> listener series right okay yeah, yeah for, i guess uh <laughs> it's easy to get carried away since – all of us were at OHB, you know, so we had a lot to talk about. But, um, yeah. yeah, let's go into the listener series now. Main topic here. Okay. All right. So, Mr. Andy Ross. Yes, sir. Yeah. How long have you been flying? I go back a little while.
2: Uh, I made some notes here so I wouldn't forget it. Um, My RC career, I'm going to call it a career because it's ridiculous, started <laughs> okay. in, yeah, started in um, – about 1999, 2000, mm-hmm. I got the bright idea that, hey, I want to fly an airplane. And I, I've always been interested in aviation. Uh, I always dreamed one day to get my private pilot license, but the cost and the time requirement and stuff has kind of put that on the back burner. Sure. Yeah. So I go to Tower Hobbies. I buy a ready-to-fly 40-size trainer, an uh, OS-40, you know, Balsa. It's mm-hmm. what you had back in the day, some crappy radio. I don't even know what it was. Got it all set up, got the motor running good, taxied around the driveway some. It's like, okay, you know, and I, I know about aviation. I can do this. No problem.
1: <laughs> Famous last uh, one. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Head down the driveway. I was going to do a taxi mm-hmm. down and back. I was like, okay, well, the driveway is kind of sloped. So uh-huh. it's like. I was like, well, it's picking up speed. So if I try to turn around, it's going to tip over and tear up something. Eh, I'll just go for it. So I take off mm, 10, maybe 15 seconds in the air. Crash. So I was like, well, that sucks. Okay. <laughs> so then I, at the time they were building these plastic airplanes out of the Corplast, sure, uh, yeah, the plast material. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I got one of those all put together. Freaking thing looked like it weighed 50 pounds. I'm sure it didn't, but it it's ridiculous heavy for what they are.
3: Yeah.
2: Same thing, except I got two flights out of this one. I got one flight. Yeah, I'd say they're, they're a little bit more durable. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I got a flight. I flew around my maybe 45 seconds, maybe a minute, landed upright, but broke the nose gear off. So, I glued that all back. Mm-hmm. Got another flight lasted probably three minutes and then just I mean completely drove it in the ground. No hope of repair.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wait, so real quick, uh before you move on, how sure. like how big is your like your driveway? You could just take off. <laughs> like you It's funny because I was just gonna mention that yeah. like Andy and well, I spoke and
0: he <laughs> told me that he was a farmer. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So yeah, yeah, people are yeah. probably like I, I, is this guy crazy well, He's trying to fly a gasser out of his driveway? Right, yeah. right. Like a nitro plane right, <laughs> yeah.
1: right out of like a sac or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This was at my
2: parents' house, which is um, the driveway is, uh, I don't know, it's 12, 15 feet wide, but then there's a fence on either side. So
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's straight. That wasn't the problem. And now the the field I was flying in, I can fly and find now it's, it was a pasture, but it had trees all the way around it. So that, that was part of my issue. I didn't have time, you know, it was flying and it's got to be turned a couple seconds turn. There's no problem now I can do whatever, but at the time I obviously didn't have enough room and I was too naive or too dumb to seek out a field and seek out any help because, You know, I'm like 19 years old. I'm like, yeah, it's a piece of cake. I can do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anyway, after that, I was like, well, I still want to fly, but I'm going to put this on the back burner. So I kind of got out of it for a while, got into some other things. And then about 2008, I think, seven, eight, I bought my brother one of those little crappy coaxial helicopters with the little. Uh, the tail rotor is turned like horizontally. It pushes it forward and back. Have you seen those things?
1: Yep. Oh yeah. Two and a half.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really crappy, (laughs) but yeah, but yeah. So me and him had fun bashing that thing around the house. And then we kind of got into the fixed pitch helis at the time, the blade, the, I think it was the MCX was like a coaxial.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. It was still coaxial, but it was a you know a hobby grade horizon hobby blade you know so it was you could buy parts and all that kind of thing Mm -hmm. went up to the msr which was a single rotor fixed pitch um still a little small thing you know five inch rotor something like that had a lot of fun with those i was like nah, i don't really ever want to get into collective pitch because that just seems too expensive and too complicated but so, fiddle around with those for a little while and then had kids and married and life happened. So, kind of got out of it again. About January of 2014, I got separated and I was needing a distraction. So, I, I ended up going down to a, a hobby town about an hour away from mm-hmm. me and I bought the, the little champ. The little yellow.
1: Yep. yep. The hobby flies, zone champ. Yeah, champ.
2: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, I picked it up really quickly with that thing. I don't know if it was just so much easier to fly or because it was smaller. You know, had a few little boo-boos, but over the grass, as long as you cut the throttle, it, it's pretty durable. Yeah. Uh, you could, you know, tape it back together and stuff. And then very quickly after that progressed up through the – uh champ and then the 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 super cub they had the it was a mm-hmm. brushed mode brushed motor with the gears like yeah yep. oh yeah Fle- yeah flew that around and jumped up to an apprentice um got pretty good with that got a carbon z cub so oh nice yeah i went from the champ to the carbon z cub in probably like two months holy cow yeah um and still, I was doing all this on my own. Um, and that's about the time I, I found Flight, Flight Test, and started watching their videos. Um, kind of really got into into that. Um, I never really built a lot of. I only built two or three of the models. But I I remember watching tons of videos, watching Josh build stuff that I never built. Just watching him, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, and watched all their flight videos, all their beginner series, all that kind of stuff. And that helped me a lot. Um, I was already flying, but even still just, you pick up little things here, there, settings and, you know, odds oh, sure. you?
1: Expo. Yeah. expo
2: was huge for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: in the plane for sure.
2: Um, attended the 2015, yeah, 2015 flight fest. And that was my first, um, fun fly first event. And that was really cool. I I ended up camping the whole week, um, there and volunteer. That's where I met Fred. Oh yeah. Which he probably wouldn't remember me cause I, I'm not very rememberable. I just kind of stayed back and done my thing. And he, that was a hard year for him cause he had a million things going. There was rain and cars yeah. stuck and, mhm yeah, he had a lot going, so I didn't want to bother him. But um, he might remember you. He's no slouch
0: when it comes to that.
2: Yeah, maybe. But anyway, I had a blast. It was it was really fun. Got to meet all the guys. That's where I met uh, Chris, uh, Ron Caglione, and Mike, and mm-hmm. all the um, FT After Hours guys. Yep. Yep. Of course, they're now RC After Hours. But just just a a real cool bunch of, a bunch of guys. Yeah. And, um, shortly after that, I got more into the, the helicopter side. The, I built a, a line, 500 pro. That was my first kit. Uh, and then got a Gowie X five. Uh, and then was up to the, I've got a Protos max V two. So that was my first 700.
1: Nice.
2: And, Oh, wow. Good
3: heli.
2: Yeah. That, um, that was in, I guess, 2016, probably. Uh, I built that Protos probably in the winter between 15 and 16. So I, I kind of moved up. I kind of did the typical thing where I started with the small fixed pitch and just kind of progressed my way all the way up through, mm-hmm. all the way to the 700 size, basically.
1: Nice. Uh, so, do you, so you fly planes um, and helis. And, yes. Uh, do you fly any multirotors? Um, yeah, I mean, I can, I, I, I
2: have a couple, but I don't really fly them all that often. Huh. Um, I have a Phantom four pro that I use on the farm for scouting and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I've got a couple, couple racers, but I don't know. I lost interest in those fairly quickly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're easy to
2: lose interest in. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I I got a couple because some of the guys at at the club, I'm a member, like to fly. Them. I was like, okay, well, I'll yeah. I'll give get it a one, try. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and hang out with them. But it, yeah, I don't <laughs> see anything bad about it. But I'm kind of more more into the airplanes and the and the helicopters for sure.
3: Yeah. I
0: think you summed it up by going, eh,
3: meh, meh, meh.
1: So, uh. <laughs> Uh, So what do you do for a living then? You said – so are you a farmer? Yes.
2: Yep. I, I'm a, a full-time farmer. I grow corn and soybeans. Nice. And it keeps me busy uh, most of the year. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I actually get b- more flying in the winter just because of that than I do any other time of year just for time constraints.
1: Sure. Um, so you have build, your own flying field then pretty much,
2: huh? Y-
1: yeah. I was going to say uh, this
2: spring – I I built um I turned my backyard into a flying field basically.
1: Oh, Grated, boy, lucky!
2: Yeah, graded it all down and and sowed like a like this real short Bermuda grass that I can keep cut it like an inch tall, so it's oh, real easy to take off and land. Sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it's it's pretty handy.
1: Next one, fly at Andy Ross's house. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. I don't know where you're at in the hobby, Andy. Like it sounds like you're probably intermediate to advanced pilot but i
1: feel like he's probably where we're at
0: yeah you'll be amazed at how fast you'll improve flying right there at, like if you flew every day or four times a week or whatnot yeah.
1: you break yeah. four uh, packs every day it's, it's dude, insane. yeah
2: yeah that and that's what I, I i was really working um this summer on uh, getting all my my inverted orientations and inverted circuits kind of mm-hmm. getting those dialed in I've got a little little Protos 380, Mm -hmm. which is a a great little heli. Um, It's small, so it's not intimidating. You can just smack it around, you know, 20 feet out. It's not, uh, it's not, it doesn't have that 700 intimidation factor. But I I would try to put like uh, between four and six flights a day. And if I could get three or four days a week like that, I could tell a huge improvement
1: yeah.
2: in uh, in my flying.
1: Oh, so you're probably better than we are now. <laughs>
2: no, nah, I doubt it. My problem is I, I'll, I'll, work, I'll focus and work really hard for a couple weeks, and then I get so busy with, yeah. like, all fall I was doing harvest, so it's like you know, daylight till dark, sometimes
1: 12, I mean, do, do one o'clock like in the morning. you like, a big combine and stuff like wow. that on mm-hmm. farm? Or? Com- mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, combine and – um. Nice. Is that, what, equipment. is that what your dad did? Like, how'd you get into that?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in it. Uh, we had a dairy farm um, in North Carolina. Oh, okay. And uh, we dairy for about 40 years and sold all the cows two years ago. Um, in 2005, maybe, he bought a bunch of land in Tennessee where so we could expand and start grain farming and as we got more and more into the grain farming, we got kind of was trying to transition out of the dairy. Okay. For anybody that doesn't know the dairy, you know, where you're milking cows, basically it's a, uh, it's kind of a 24 seven commitment. Um, you have to feed the cows, you have to milk them twice a day, every day. So it's kind of hard to have any free time. Yeah. And that, and, um, so we, sure. as my father is getting older and just kind of wanted to less of the full time commitment with the grain farming, um, we don't have to have as many employees, basically my father, my brother and I can do almost all the work. We don't have to have a lot of laborers and people to milk the cows and feed the cows and all the things that involve with cattle. Right. How big's uh, your farm that you have now? I'm just uh, curious. Yeah, we do about 1,200
1: acres. Holy crap! Well, I mean, I figured it's gonna be big if you if you got a combine, you know, um, harvesting and stuff like that, and and yeah, you know, out, but. yeah, I mean that's it. That's that's it's all
2: relative. It's it's a decent size for this area. Uh-huh. There's some that are a little bit bigger. Uh, it's that would be a very small size grain operation if you're talking about the Midwest where they have you know tens of thousands of uh-huh. acres. Um, wow. so it, it's a it's a relative thing i mean it it's it's we're a decent size for this area we're in kind of a non-farming area right here in the the appalachia mountains western north carolina east tennessee but okay. it, it pays the bills most <clears throat> uh-huh. of the time
1: so you kind of went into it a little bit but um what's in your fleet yeah, I've
2: I've kind of, I made a list here just the stuff that I currently fly. Got mm-hmm. the carbon Z Cub. I've I've got this. Uh, it's a from Flex Innovations, a QQ Extra 300.
3: Sure.
2: Yep. Yeah. And Fred just got that uh, Cessna 150. Mm-hmm. It's, right. It's it's the same company, and it, if if you're ever looking for, um, I got it as sort of a 3D trainer to to help. Um, learning hovers and Harriers, Mm -hmm. uh, spins and all that kind of stuff. Just an, it's actually an excellent flying airplane it's not super expensive. I think it's about $300. You -hmm. just pop a, um, a receiver in it and go. It's, uh, I got a, uh, a fairly nice, uh, stream DLG. It's a full carbon type things. Wow. Uh, I don't fly it all that often. I'm not real good at throwing it. I can only get about 120, 130 feet, which sounds like a lot, but according to the the guys online, it's it's that's not a very good throw. And I, I don't know why I have the power to mm-hmm. put into it, but I guess my technique is really bad. I don't know, but it, it's fun if calm evening or something, you can throw it up and cruise around. It just uh, it's amazing how they float. Yeah. It just it weighs almost nothing. And I've got a Radian, obviously, for Thermon. Cool. Then, then my main planes are, uh, I've got a 3D Hobby Shop 74-inch Edge 540. Uh, that would be a 30-size gas, but this one's set up for 12-cell electric. Um, it's wow. fun. Yeah, it's a big bossa plane. It's fun to, again, learn – Learning 3D, so I hook it around and stuff. Um, <laughs> Extreme Flight, I'm sure you guys have heard of them. A 3D Hobby Shop and Extreme Flight. Yep. They have a, a division called Legacy Aviation, and yep, they have this plane called a Turbo Bushmaster. It's sort of like uh, a Carbon Z Cub. It's about the same size, but it's a little higher performance, and it's balsa. So it's kind of based on a turbo beaver, but okay. yeah, it's a high wing. Um, but they, they stuck, uh, a okay. huge rudder. It's got an extreme elevator throws and it's, uh, half the wing is flaps and the outer half is ailerons and it's got, um, a, just a huge movement up and down. So, I put a bunch of mixes in the radio so I can have either flaps or I have full span ailerons or um you can do spoilers, crow, all that kind of crazy stuff. And it's it's a very versatile you can do slow flight, it you can do short takeoff, it'll take off in probably two feet or less. Uh it's got wow. crow, so you can uh, spoilers, um you guys know what an elevator is where you just kind of fall straight down with no forward speed. Oh yeah. I do
0: that once a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't turn out too well though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's cool to do it in an airplane too. You pop some spoilers on. I have my height, so you got, I've got the full span ailerons, but they're, <laughs> so they're, they're sure. going up.
3: <laughs> yeah. Pull, pull, no, full, I
2: done that. pull full back elevator. And the oh, prop nice. will basically stop because you're not moving forward and it'll just fall straight down. Yeah. And yeah, and just however far you're brave enough to let it go and then just give it full power and fly right out of it. Okay. Yeah, so that's fun. And I this summer I bought a thirty five percent extra three thirty gas airplane. Big Damn, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's 107, Wow, 5, 107. How 107. How yeah, it's, it's a big one, like a uh, 100cc engine.
1: Ooh, yeah, it's a big boy.
2: Yeah, and I've not flown it yet. It's actually, <laughs> yeah, I bought it from a friend. It's actually still in his trailer. Yeah, the problem with a plane <laughs> that size is you have to have a trailer. It, uh, the damn yeah. thing's 12 feet okay. long. Just the fuselage yeah i mean i can move it around yeah. i just i need like a a, a cover so you got a barn and you got your i just <laughs> I, I just haven't fooled with it but this winter i gotta get it and get it all set up
0: with on my radio and stuff so that won't fit in a two-door jeep i guess i guess i can't get one of those uh well yeah. you could probably pull it behind it strap it, to <laughs> yeah, it. <no. laughs> just, yeah, just turn around and pull it behind it tell it yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, so that's – I mean, that's my yeah. current fleet of airplanes. Uh, yeah. As far as helis, uh, um, smallest to biggest, I got a, a Gowie X3, that Protos 380, uh, still got the old Align 500 Pro, Gowie X5, the Protos Max V2, and then the newest is the Whiplash mm-hmm. Gasser.
1: Okay, nice. No nitros then, huh? Just get that one Gasser?
2: Yeah, that one Gasser um, – No nitros yet. Uh I wanted a fuel model, but uh I've got my eyes on a couple nitros. I just man, that thirty dollars a gallon for fuel just that rubs me all the wrong way. No, yeah, for sure. Yep. I yeah. I can run, you know, two dollar gas in this gasser Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and but I, I'm getting it tuned. I'm learning. It's my my first foray into fuel powered. Yep. You guys have probably seen the uh, the the Protos, uh Nitro is coming out here pretty soon. I got my eyes on that. And after looking at all the guys with the uh, the NX4 stretched to five hundred, yeah. I, I might yeah, I might get one of those. That looks like a pretty good. I know economical. Yeah, that's what they say.
1: I know. I want to get one. I do too. Right? Yeah, Hopefully.
2: yeah. See, I have an X5, so I have all the parts.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. I basically have everything to stretch an NX4. All I need is the kit and the motor, and I'm I'm good to go. I've got blades. I've got booms, boom supports. Mm-hmm. So I might try to pick one of those up here in a few hmm, weeks.
1: Yeah, I man. Cool. And an NX4 basic kit isn't that expensive. It
2: really. Yeah, is. yeah, they're not. Like, I think the one with the fifty that's set up for the 50 engines, like $250 maybe, 300 something. Yeah. It's it's really not expensive for just the kit. Mm-hmm. And you can pick, I, I was looking, I think you can get a 50-size engine for like 100 bucks, maybe used. They don't seem that expensive.
3: Yeah,
1: Yeah. No.
2: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, do you have any sponsors?
2: Uh, no, no sponsors.
1: Okay, so, like, what kind of pilot would you describe yourself as, that?
2: I aspire to the old man 3d level. Nice. Um, cool. I, I'm not there yet. Um, I'm kind of, I, I'm probably an intermediate sport with a little bit of 3d. You know, I can do, I can do some things. I'm, I've, I've been working on, uh, I've got the elevator tick tocks pretty decent. I'm working on the aileron tick tocks and, mm-hmm. I can kind of do a half ass pyro flip, but it's not—it's not great yet. So sure. I, I'm working on it.
1: You like you have all your upright orientations as far as like flying backwards, forward, sideways, all that stuff, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, got all that dialed in pretty good. I'm ninety percent on the inverted, yeah, eighty-five to ninety, so I, I'm pretty decent. I don't have all my inverted um, hurricanes and funnels perfect. I can kind of do them, but they're not.
1: Yep, you're better I than sort of, me or Kevin for sure. Yeah. Sort of,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. But see, I can't do pyro flips very well, so
1: it's yeah. Neither can we, really. I mean, we're, we're good at faking it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can fake it pretty good. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I, I've I've tried really hard to kind of progress in a somewhat sensible manner, but mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is I've tried to not get too far ahead of myself. Sure. was doing advanced like maneuvers I, yeah mm-hmm. I've, I've tried to sort of really focus on the orientation stuff hoping that maybe in the future it'll make the other stuff easier and better
3: it we'll will.
2: see
1: mm-hmm. so that that's the plan anyway what kind of tricks are you working on now like what are what's what's your you know your next step of progression yeah well i don't know
2: any tricks but a few maneuvers that i'm working on <laughs> would be um just gotta throw that in there steve i'm sorry i I listen every week to talk about these tricks i'm like man there ain't no tricks in here
1: they are tricks to me because (laughs) i don't understand how people do them i don't understand how it's magic to me (laughs) Magic. i'm just
2: busting chops man uh the pyro flips and um the aileron tiktoks um Mm -hmm. For some reason, anything that involves timing, like TikToks or um, in the airplane side, really been trying to work on uh, rolling maneuvers, like rolling circles. And
3: mm-hmm.
2: like I can harrier upright and inverted, but when I start rolling, it just goes all to shit. I don't know anything. Anytime I have to do a thing that requires timing, I, I don't know. It's just difficult for me. So it takes me longer. I'm just a white dude that has no rhythm. I don't know how to explain.
1: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> try, try oh, put man. some music on while you <laughs> while you learn, yeah. while you sim or something. I need <laughs> some
2: because this time of, it goes good for a couple seconds and then
0: it just goes all to hell. Do you know Kevin Bacon? Were you in that? Book? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, there's another ancient reference. Sorry, See, but I knew that one.
1: I <laughs> knew that one. There yeah, you, you give me something eighties, nineties, it's fine, but you give me something like. 2000 man, man, man. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> So what maneuver Did you struggle on yeah. and how did you Overcome it <laughs> Nice You know what
2: probably took me the longest Was the backwards flight, mm-hmm. um, And I don't know if because coming from airplanes And doing coordinated turns With the high wing airplanes
3: mm-hmm. yeah. um,
2: When I had to start throwing that Opposite rudder in Yeah I can't tell you how many times I crashed just doing a simple circuit because it was so hard for me to get that uncoordinated rudder to work. Right. But once I got the backwards, I can fly, um, like inverted, like forwards inverted where you use uncoordinated rudder. It,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: it all come together, you know, much quicker, much simpler. So my, My biggest hurdle was going from forward flight to backwards flight. Okay. With, the hel- with the helicopters.
1: The last question I had right now was, uh, "What's your favorite aircraft? Like, what's your favorite thing to fly?"
2: The last thing I flew, basically. <laughs> you know, nice. I, I would have to say the probably the Protos Max for the helicopters. Um, but I'm I'm quickly warming up to this gasser. Yeah,
1: um,
2: and then probably that Turbo Bushmaster on the airplane side, just because it's. It, um, It is fun. Just to, like I say, you can cruise around at a walking speed with the full flaps down mm-hmm. or you can go up high. It'll hover um, better pilots than me can do rolling Harriers. Um, it does an excellent flat spin upright and inverted. Nice. So it's fun. To, it, it It has a very large flat envelope. It, it, you know, it doesn't 3d perfect. And it doesn't, um, so I'm going to fly as slow as like an old Telemaster or something. But it it does everything pretty good, so
0: it, you can do a lot of different things with it. That's a nice looking plane too, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. I
0: really like the looks of that.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it's fun. I, I've always kind of been partial to the the Cubs and the the high wing,
1: uh-huh.
2: uh, short takeoff top airplanes, right.
1: Uh, that's all I had written down here Kevin you have any questions you want to ask Andy
0: Did you have fun at OHB Yes absolutely Nice Absolutely had a blast well, I'm glad you came up and introduced yourself man we got to yeah. talking That was Yeah that was
2: yeah it, yeah that was one of my favorite parts was meeting you guys meeting you Kevin and Steve and of course like I said I got to spend a little bit of time with Justin um yeah. I helped a little bit with some of the speed cup and the uh the drag racing and it it was just really fun to to meet everyone and the guys from wisconsin like i said i I got to spend some time with matthew kramer ryan and just just everyone i'm sure i'm leaving people's names off but
0: just a fun bunch of guys you know what i mean Mm -hmm. did someone finally take ryan's cigarette lighter away from him so he quit lighting fireworks or what happened
1: they ran out oh yeah, and they can find it anymore. <laughs> I mean it's it's insane because at the first night I'm like, um, I don't know, I think I went back to the trailer for some reason, the camper for some reason. And I and I, you know, I'm like kind of looking by the field and I see the lights and then all of a sudden I see Thunk. And I'm like, what the hell? Someone just put up a mortar, like firework? <laughs> I'm like, what? Where the hell are you getting that shit? Yeah. So, well, yeah.
2: Uh, and I mean I can hang. I, I don't care. But I think at one point it was like three in the mornings. Somebody set off. It must have been an entire carton of like, you know, firecrackers.
1: And yeah, yeah, I yeah, swear
2: yeah. they were right under my camper. I don't know. It was like, you know, they went constantly for probably two minutes. I'm like, yeah. really? Three in the morning. Come on. You got to be careful
0: doing that stuff in Florida, man.
3: People are <laughs> armed. They'll
0: come out shooting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just
2: said it. Yeah. Like I say, like I say, I don't care. It's just I was like, man, is that ever going to go to bed? It's not Wisconsin.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to the top ten, the shotgun round. Okay. Kevin, you want to just go uh, every other question? Yeah. All right, all right. So I'll start it off. You ready, Andy? Sure. All right. Question number one: Pinch your thumb. Uh, I do a hybrid.
2: The thumb on top index finger on the front of the stick on both sticks on both sticks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, I occasionally will move the index finger to like hit one of the front switches. But I try to, I, I, I don't know. That's just kind of how I started doing it. Oh, cool. That's
0: cool. Uh, number two is nitro or electric. Uh,
2: probably electric. I, I like electric cause it's clean and, I won't say it's simpler, but it's kind of simpler as far as getting.
1: Well, there's um, no tuning involved,
2: really. Yeah, the the tuning of the of the engines is 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 not an issue once you know how to do it. But, um, which I'm sure there's older guys that that think the programming of the uh, ESCs and the electric's more complicated than the engines. So I guess it's kind of whatever you started with. Right. But for me, I, I like electric.
1: Number three,
2: 550 or 700 size? Um, 700. Yeah. Okay. Number four, do you know what a fly bar is? Yeah, is it that thing you put like meat and vegetables and stick in a fire? Isn't that what yeah. you use? Like
3: yeah.
2: stuff you eat on? Yeah. Like a shish kebab? Isn't that what they use fly bars yeah, for? A uh,
1: uh, skewer type uh, of deal, yeah. I was trying to figure out where he was going with I that. stumped <laughs> Kevin. You did. <laughs> have you ever flown a fly bar?
2: No, I have not. My first was, um five hundred that T Rex five hundred was a fly bar kit, but um I bought it right. new in a box from a guy, and he had already bought the the DFC head to go with it. Okay. So I just built it fly barless and
0: nice. never looked back. He's way too laid back to ever have struggled with a fly bar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's still into hobby, so. <laughs> that's true <laughs> all right that uh, didn't come up in his uh
0: history there sure i took a break because fly bar was all that was out there
2: yeah yeah,
3: yeah. i mean i uh, i
2: built i built the fly bar head i was like yeah this is cool but i was like man the first crash, it's gonna be all to hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every
1: link has to be replaced. Yeah. Every little piece of metal. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fly barless is just so much simpler. It's so much easier to program than it is to adjust links
1: and mechanical, right?
2: Yeah. So, yep. I, yeah, I like cool. fly barless.
1: All right, uh, scale or three D, and this kind of goes into sport or three D acrobatic in the plane side.
2: Yeah, three um, D. I'm, I'm not very good at 3D, but that's kind of where I'm headed, I think. I do like uh, sport. I do like kind of pattern flying airplanes, trying to do very clean maneuvers, loops, cubanates, that kind of stuff. But I seem to always find myself progressing more toward the 3D side in both helicopters and
0: airplanes. Cool. Cool. Uh, are you a strap or strapless guy yeah,
2: strapless
0: well, um,
2: I tried to use a strap when I first started out because I thought that's what you were supposed to do never was comfortable I never could get it adjusted right and it always felt like I, I don't know I just I just never got used to it so I've always been strapless
1: so folks that as a strapless I always ask do you point the radio down
2: no. No, I You're not like just kids. No, I'm too old to point it down, I think.
1: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) All right. Uh cordless or brushless servos?
2: Um I like brushless. I don't have a huge preference, but
0: most of my stuff has brushless.
3: Okay,
0: cool. Uh are you a fuselage style or pod and boom style guy? Uh like goblin or yeah
2: yeah no I know I, I like the look of the fuselage um but I like these the cost and simplicity of the pod and boom so yeah definitely um, yeah,
1: that makes
2: sense yeah but I like a full fuselage on an airplane so okay that was going to so, be my next question
1: yeah yeah
2: you've got profile or full fuse so a full yeah. fuse. Airplane and probably a Pod and Boom Haley. Um, yeah. Let's okay. Stick with that.
1: All right. Uh, number nine, 6S or 12S?
0: Probably 12S. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of goes hand in hand with the 550 or
1: 700 size. Yeah. Yeah. Not always.
2: Have you ever not, flown your 700 or 6S? Well, I, I built my Protos um, with the intention of stretching it. So it's kind of, it, I built it kind of heavy. It's got a 160 okay. and a big motor, and the Protos was when it first came out was kind of on the heavier side anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I've since lightened it up a lot with the Legero parts.
3: Nice.
2: Um, so, and as far as the the 6s or 12s, it, I guess it it's um, it depends on the model. Anything 550 or up, I think 12s better. Of course, anything less i'm on six
0: okay so the last question is do you like going to urcha or smaller events well believe it or not i've never
2: been to any smaller events um really yeah and it's a timing thing um all the good fun flies seem to happen in the spring and the fall Mm -hmm. um so i've been to Flight fest which is huge I've been to Urcha twice, which is huge, OHB twice, and I've been to Joe Nall twice, which is, those are all all the biggest ones in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nice. So, it's kind of hard for me to say. Um, I've only been to the bigger ones.
1: No no uh, local club fun flies or anything?
2: Um, Yeah, we've had a couple, but they're usually not that great.
1: Okay.
0: Super. <laughs> so you, you know mean, with they're planker fun
1: flies, aren't they?
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah.
1: It's like All we're at right. an A.A. meeting or something. <laughs> 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 All right. So they, that ends it for our top ten. <laughs> okay. News and announcements.
0: News and announcements. Fred, uh, I wrote down this guy's name, who I completely forgot to uh, talk about. when I was mentioning my trip to OHB, uh, Jimmy Jones, a listener, came up and started talk to me, talking to me uh, about the show and how much he liked it. So I just wanted to say, hey, Jimmy, when Andy mentioned his Pro 380, that was what Jimmy was flying there. And Jimmy was also selling a N7 uh, frame only for, I think, 500 bucks. And it looked oh. pristine.
1: So I, I don't know if you post. saw him. Yeah. yeah.
0: And he was a nice guy, man. He's from Texas. Um nice. good dude. We we got to chatting for a bit. So Hey
1: Jimmy. Yeah. What's up, Jimmy? Awesome. What else do we have here?
0: Yeah, I put
2: the um the Tribunus uh one thirty amp mm-hmm. and three hundred amp. Yep. Uh they said was just released here recently. Yep. I don't know if you guys had seen that. Yeah, uh, I'm
1: thinking I'm actually getting a one thirty from a next helicopter. Yeah, next I was kinda
2: waiting on it. Um I might stick one of those on my Protos just to cut some weight because it's quite a bit lighter than my Hobby Wing 160. Yeah, And if I keep it 700, I really don't need the 160. With my flight style, I rarely pull over like 120 amps.
1: Okay. Nice. Oh, I didn't ask you. What do you uh, fly with? Are you Spectrum, uh, Icon?
2: Yeah, no, I'm flying Jetty. Uh, yeah and i've got a couple different fly units but i've kind of consolidating down to the brain too mm-hmm. um yep. i'm kind of happy with it um the the integration with the jd works really well the telemetry all that nice. kind of stuff awesome. yeah i mean I, I i really like the the v control but when i was doing the planes as well as the Helly's, the, mm-hmm. the Jetty just kind of made more sense for me.
1: Sure, yeah. Cool. All right, and then uh, someone wrote about the Spectrum IX twelve, which is their new radio. We spoke about a little bit um, on the previous show. Yeah, I, I didn't. I put that
2: on there. I didn't know if you guys had had talked about it or anything. It uh, kind of all the stuff just come out about it this last week.
1: Yeah, so we didn't really talk about it too much. We we did mention that you know Spectrum has hinted that they're. Um, releasing this new radio, but no s- actual specs on it. And it's funny because I did listen to our last episode, uh, you know, just today, and we hit a couple key points where, like, Fred was like, yeah, they don't have anything between a 9 channel and an 18, so you know, I'm sure they're gonna come out something with a 12 and right on the nose. Um, we talked about, like, having more integration and kind of more um, having a better computer system to it, and, mm-hmm. you know, the big I think the big and uh, and the touchscreen, you know, okay, you know, Fred yeah. was talking about the touchscreen, um, and and that's kind of, it's kind of funny because you kind of guess some of that stuff. So the touchscreen, yes, it's a touchscreen, but more more important than that is that it's running Android. So with the with the thing of running Android, I'm sure you know they're gonna start making like clean flight, beta flight apps for it and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and different apps that you can do your integration setup and stuff. So.
2: I'm pretty sure they already have that because I, I remember I mentioned that there's a USB uh, on the back of this where you could, right. you could plug. You could, plug you could take in. your transmitter, plug with a USB cord straight into your quad and adjust all yeah. your stuff.
1: And, and it does have Bluetooth also, which another thing is, is say, your helicopter for your icon or brain with a Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know? absolutely. Mm-hmm. So now you can – and they already have an Android app for that, so boom, you're now um, – for the most as far as I can tell, like if it works just like a Bluetooth tablet, like an Android tablet, yeah. you can do your you do your initial setup just to turn on Bluetooth, but then at that point you do your rest of your full setup with yeah. the transmitter. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's really yeah. neat.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: Um and the price range is five ninety nine. I think it's that's without a receiver and I think a little bit more with a receiver. Yeah. Six ninety nine. Um, yeah, or, or like 50 bucks more something like that. Which, so
2: Yeah, and that, that actually come in a little lower than I was expecting. That's that's actually a fairly reasonable price um, for a full computer radio like this.
1: Yeah.
0: I do yeah. like the color screen. It looks pretty cool. and
1: It's just smartphone. Yeah. It's an Android phone in there. They took like basic like a Google yeah. phone or something, you know, a sense, like plopped it in there and wired it all up and said, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh,
0: so – so you could be sitting there looking at it and somebody could say, are you programming something? And it's, Oh no, I'm on Facebook.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> and I don't know if it has internet access, but <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, I think it has Wi-Fi, So you'd have to yeah. tether it to your phone or something. Uh, they, they talk about it. On, it's only a four inch screen though. And that yeah, it's tiny. Sounds it sounds kind of small to me. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I mean, if you think about your screen now, how big is it? Like, you know, your jetty screen is, it's, Probably yeah, a little bit on the bigger side.
2: Yeah, it's it's bigger, but and I mean, it's in, and it don't and it's in the proper place at the top of the. Radio, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <with that. laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, uh, but you know, you talk about like my DX nine. That's probably four inches yeah, or yeah. so, and so is my V control. It's you know, it's really. But flat, it's also
2: but, not a touchscreen. When you have yeah. a touchscreen, you gotta. It's harder to.
1: Well, I don't think it has like a really high resolution as far as like your your touch sensors. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so yeah, I mean it'll be interesting to see. Uh get get my hands on one of them and and uh, play with it. But uh I'm gonna say this now. I am not getting it. I and know oh a lot God. of people that means people, <laughs> next week he's gonna have it. <laughs> I know a lot of people are like, Oh, he said he's not gonna get it last week. He says I'm not selling my DX9, blah blah blah. Uh no, I for for real, I'm just I'm done with uh the Spectrum Radio's brand in general just because yeah. i don't fly enough of that it's,
2: it's yeah. all helis now for me so. yeah it there i mean there's really nothing it offers that i need you know i've yeah. got the jetty. i do have mm-hmm. a couple spectrums i use for some stuff or you mm-hmm. know horizon hobby binding flies or right. i've exactly. got one heli set up on a, a dx7 and a nine just for buddy boxing like
1: Okay.
3: For
2: helping people out, stuff like yeah. that. So I still got them, but I don't see anything that's going to make me run out and buy this one.
0: Yeah, well, one yeah. thing I think they got right, and I think other manufacturers should really look into this, is that you can adjust the gimbals from the front, and you don't yes. have to take the radio apart. I really yes. think that's yeah. that's
1: I think something that's, they got right. That's huge. Um, you can adjust yeah. not even just the the tension on the gimbals, your resistance on your tension. But you could right. also limit um, the throws on it mm-hmm. all from the front. Yep. And, and a lot of people are like, well, you know, how how much of a difference does it make when you can just, you know, unscrew the back and get to your adjustments? But I don't know. I mean, but first of all, you wanna, I yeah, mean, you can use a laptop
0: to program your fly unit. But right. I, I mean, it's the same kind of argument. You know, do you want to sit at the field and take apart your radio when you could just go right into the front?
1: Right. And think about when you're like, okay, I need to, I want to make my rudder stronger because I'm giving a little rudder input when I'm doing TikToks, right? Elevated right. TikToks. Exactly. And you, you think about it, you're like, okay, what do I have to do? Take like eight screws apart mm-hmm. and then, you know, I'm at the field, I'll probably end up dropping half of them on the floor in the dirt, yeah. you yeah. know, and then fine. Or you could say, oh, in my DX9, you can take the rubber parts off. If you ever taken the rubber grips off of a spectrum radio, great they come off you can peel them back they have little yeah. knobbies to put yeah, them in good place. luck getting good them luck. to stay yes good luck putting on. them back, back on, on. Yeah. and stick them down flat as they were before because for some reason the double-sided tape that they use is like very thin double-sided tape that kind of peels off and bunches up a little and it doesn't want to go back mm-hmm. on right so mm-hmm. You know, so this now is really that, cool. They put some thought into it for sure. Yeah,
2: that's a very cool feature. I, mm-hmm. Just the other day when I was working on, I was trying to do these aileron TikToks. I, I was always feeding in elevator. Okay. And um, so, so I just stiffened the springs. I had them kind of loose. So I increased the tension on my springs on the right stick. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised how much easier it made it to do clean, aileron or elevators without mixing in yeah. um, oh, the, yeah. the, the wrong input, which I know now when you're doing stirring maneuvers, I guess it's kind of working against you, but I remember an old uh, pattern guy um, from somewhere. I might've read it online, but they they used to even put stiffer springs in their radios so that if you're doing a, a roll or a, or a loop or some sort of maneuver, you're only getting the axis that you want. It, yes. it makes it easier to be clean without mixing in, um, the wrong thing. If that makes sense.
3: Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And it, it was the first flight. It was a little weird when I was trying to do like Puro stuff, but five minutes, you know, 10 minutes of time I was used to it and it just, it was the same, but it made yeah, my TikToks cleaner. So, yep. yeah, yeah, it, it, it's a good feature to be able to adjust your tensions and your modes and all that from the front. I'm glad they did that.
1: Cool. All right. Um,
2: oh, I put on here um, talking about helicopters. Uh, Motion RC uh, okay. released an announcement recently that they started carrying the Roban scale kits and fuselages. Yes. And I don't know if you've looked at them. But they got some yes. really neat stuff on there.
1: Dude, they got that JH sixty to the Jayhawk, the US Coast Guard one, the super scale mm-hmm. that looks I don't know if it's the same one as the one we saw at OHB, but it looks pretty damn close.
2: It's it's pretty close.
1: Yeah. It looks really good. I mean there's some good ones here. There's an EC two two five, a bell four two nine. Um they got just uh the, the scale conversions too, like the mm-hmm. fuselage you could buy.
2: Yeah, I just I don't want to bring that to people's attention because I don't mm-hmm. typically think you know, I think of motion RC, I think of jets. You don't yeah, really think yeah, of helicopters. Jets, but, yep. Yeah, but th- they've got some really cool um scale stuff on there now.
1: Indeed. Yeah, yeah very cool. All right. What do we got next on the, the many things we have here?
0: <laughs> well, when I was I had my service call and I missed the first of the two weeks I was out, uh, I wanted to mention this on that show. And I'm glad we're doing a show before Christmas because um our buddy Chris Breams had posted a video, a couple of videos of him in the Toys R Us buying toys for Tots and supporting that whole cause. And dude, he posted the most honest, realistic, like touching video. He got in his car and he was doing like a wrap-up video and some guy came up to him and said, "Hey, I saw you in the store." And you know, I don't know if I'm getting this completely right, but he said, "Hey, I saw you in the store. Are you doing Toys for Tots?" And he handed him like an RC drone that he had just bought, like a RC like toy, um, you know, whatever was, you know, $50, yeah, 60 yeah. or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And Chris was really touched by that. And I just wanted to mention that video because he wow. honestly was like, you know, th- I can't believe how, how decent people are, you know? And the guy was just like, here, take this. And, and he left. And I, he was, he was, you know, like I said, really touched by it. And, uh, I just want to say thanks Chris for doing what you did for, you know, the kids in uh, Toys for Tots and all that. and
1: Yeah, that's
0: uh, awesome, man. It's awesome, dude.
1: Yeah, I must have missed that video.
0: Yeah, that was like two weeks ago now that oh. he was posted that.
1: I'll take a look on his profile, his page. Yeah. Nice.
0: Cool. And he's been posting other videos of, uh, you know, I should probably mention it later, but he kind of sent us a quick blurb about uh, him flying a 450 size now. Just,
1: yeah, guys, the 450X. Blowing
0: me away. Was it like two months ago he was on the... The little blade.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Two months ago he was just tailing hovering. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Crazy. And man. he said that he's more comfortable nosing than he is tailing now. Yeah. And you know, which is good. Like he's he's really getting that orientation down and he's expanding his uh flight envelope, you know, on the heli side because, you know, like like you know, Andy was saying and stuff, it's different when you fly a heli because you can fly backwards and that's like yeah. a totally different skill yeah. set and and you know that you need to learn. Um, and you'll never learn that really on a plane, you know. Yeah. So, so to learn that um, type of flying, it's it's great to fly yeah. helicopters.
2: Yeah, and it's it's really good that he's he's working on the orientations, getting that nose in hover and stuff. Because, yes. yep. I mean, yep. we've all seen guys that are flying around acting crazy, and they can't hold a steady nose in hover.
1: I'm holding my know. hands up. <laughs> 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 no,
2: you can do it,
0: Steve. Yeah. yeah not very well, but
1: <laughs> so. That's cool. All right. The, the other
0: thing I wanted to mention uh-huh. or announce is that did you guys see the video of the turbine jet flying indoors? No. There's a <laughs> video I saw. Yeah. I thought it would be, I thought it would be really like what? Like amazing if you hadn't heard about it. How big? It's pretty large, but I it's guess gotta it's gotta be big if it's turbine, it, right? It's yeah. really light, and uh, you know, full flaps. Have you ever seen that video of the guy flying like the jumbo jet in like a yes. warehouse? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, that was impressive.
0: Yeah, it's that same like location where the guy flew the the turbine jet. It's like a, it's like the new Hobby King model that came out that has the really long pointy nose. It's similar to that, like a, it looks like a sword, or they call it—I forget what they call it. But it's got that really long. It's red. It's got the real pointy nose. So search for that on YouTube. Turbine jet flying indoors. That's pretty pretty crazy.
1: And we'll try to link it on the on the Facebook page when we uh, when we release this episode. If I, wrote, I remember. <laughs> and then uh, I wrote this in. Yeah, you know. Uh, so Trump he signed the bill, and now the FFA, FAA registration is a federal law that we all have to do. Again, I guess we have to register as pilots. Yes, yeah, yes, supposed to, uh, yeah, we're supposed to, but you know, before it was like, oh, well, wait a minute, two years ago when we
0: did show number freaking two and we talked about this, what Mm -hmm. was it then? Oh, it
1: wasn't a law, that's right, because the FAA can't write laws, laws, right? Right, but now our president, Trump, has. Signed a bill and it is it is a law. I don't Yay. think it's. I don't think it's long before the big drone
0: delivery companies like Amazon want to get their routes down and will be even more limited. I'm telling you, yeah. I, I think I think that's what's.
1: The, that's where's heading. Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're the ones who lobby and and pay the, you know, lawmakers and all the folks and our government millions, billions. Of, lobbyist money and side funding, you know, to 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 be allowed. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to ex- we're going to put an exemption for um, you know, companies so that they could do their, you know, which will move America's technology advanced, you know, with the delivery system and stuff like that. So.
0: or dude, could it be the opposite? Like now how will a company or I guess commercially, like how would a company now use drones to deliver? They would have to have a commercial FAA registration? Mm-hmm. And it's just more money for the government.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You wait, dude. It's not going to be guess, five bucks. It's going to no. probably start out now as twenty five dollars. Yeah, and it'll eventually be a hundred dollars a year or something stupid like that.
1: And eventually, no one's going to do it, and you know it's going to end up being some kind of issue. But we'll, but we'll let's see, see well, I was going to say,
2: see, a company like Amazon, you know, has a team of lawyers, so it's no issue for them to yeah. get you know, however many people certified
1: and do all the, it's not a problem for
2: them. It's, it's a, it's a problem for us out here individually.
1: Right. They have the money and the legal team to put this, put this in litigation for years with the government. So they could just be like, Oh, we're going to do it anyways. And come sue us. And then, you know, and then they just sit there and keep on postponing and, you know, having that litigation take forever. And while they still making billions of dollars. So, doesn't matter to them. Hey Kevin,
2: instead of Florida, you want to move to Tennessee? I, I got plenty of land, and there's no one within miles and miles. Okay.
3: Shit, <laughs> sure, I might I take I you up on that offer.
2: <laughs> I don't
0: think the wife would go for it. I think we're set on Florida. And
2: yeah, we got you we bought a house got, already. <laughs> we got we got
0: Dollywood next door. You can go check that out. Woo, nice. <laughs> I um. <laughs> I already told the wife, if we don't move to Florida, I want to move to Texas.
1: <clears throat> nice.
0: Every time I hear, like, oh, that's funny because we talked about Jim uh, who came up to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, anytime somebody tells me they're from Texas, I got, I mean, here's an old 80s reference. I got Wasp in my head singing I'm Blind in Texas um, every time somebody <laughs> tells me they're from Texas. And if you mm-hmm. haven't heard that song, it's pretty good. The video's even better.
1: Yeah. All right. Sorry. <laughs> All right, and the uh, the last thing I wrote on here is uh, uh, Rasmus from uh, Team Oxy has released a video, a little trailer teaser video. The Oxy Four has been finalized as far as the kit is concerned. Um, All the modifications and stuff that went from beta to the final production version is all set. Nice. So hell yeah! So I can't wait to get my hands on one of those. That should be interesting. Yes. What's next for you in the hobby? What's next for you, Steve? I'm dying to fly. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm dying to just go back to my field, you know, with with our core group of friends and just, just you know, just fly. Just yep. as, you know, as as the new slogan in RC, I mean, hang hangout and all over the RC community, just fly. Yeah, that's all I want to do. So yeah, I think um, I think Sunday is the day. If not Saturday, I don't know. One of those two days, we're gonna figure out. Well, and, um, Sunday
0: it might snow. We might be flying in the snow, but it looks like Sunday might be
1: warmer. I think Sunday's a couple degrees warmer. I think both days are kind of like overcast and crappy. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I need to fly. I need to get out there. Um, I am going to be working on my Mini Comet. I have those servos, uh, the three thousand ones I got from you. I cool. haven't put those in yet, but I uh, just got to put those in. I did send out that MKS servo that I had issues with out to uh, – mks usa so hopefully they'll get that you know warranted for me or figure out what went wrong and go from there uh yeah um i'm buying another heli what yeah what you getting Gawi x7 formula which i'm going to convert mm. instantly to the fz so i can have to use one of my um black thunder stick packs nice um as Damn. far as motor esc and all that stuff i'm not really too sure but that is a heli that I was going to try to try units 130 in. Um I was looking at the specs. It does a 130 amp continuous and burst of 200. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how long of a burst of 200. But even, you know, on my Black Thunder, if it's anything like that as a, you know, to compare it to, you know, I, I pull usually around 120, 130 amps most peak with my flying now. Like I used to peak at like 150. So <laughs> I definitely know my collective management is getting better. So, uh, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely peaking lower, um, and of course the heli is a little bit lighter than, than uh, when I was flying the other heli with the. Yeah,
2: that. I was going to say I think you can build those fairly light. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Neil Capiloric has has a yeah. couple, and they seem yeah. pretty light. They're they're. I've had good luck with the Gowie stuff. It's it's pretty solid.
1: Well, the only reason I never went with the Gowie. Is you know I went to a hobby shop when I f- kind of first started getting into flight. And I, and the guy was like, you know, had an X3 basic or something that he was trying to sell me. And he described it as this. Gavi is the Ferrari of helicopters. And I was like, (laughs) I don't want to fucking want a Ferrari. Like I want a piece of shit Chevy that I could put it through his paces (laughs) and learn how to fly. So like that kind of turned me off on it, you know, like, like a stupid phrase like that. So.
2: I don't think that was very accurate, but. No, no, I don't think
1: at all. Now that I know, hello, heli, you know, now that I know more about helicopters and brands and yeah. no, it's not. Yeah. Because, you know, you could say that, the, the, you know, SAB is the, the Lamborghini, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, you know, Synergies are the, uh, I don't know, four GTs or whatever, you know, like, yeah. so, yeah. Well,
2: I, the, the Galway X5 was my first, well, not my first kit, but that's my, my bigger size. Mm-hmm. first one. And, um, I did a lot of research as far as parts prices. Um, yeah. the Gowie parts are very reasonable yeah. and, and everything's pretty solid. I mean, they, they crash fairly well. I mean, yep.
1: that's as well idea. as can be
2: expected. Sure. Yeah. But the parts prices is, is a big issue for me. I don't want something that's going to cost, you know, $300 every time you put it in. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's nice that you can get a, you know, a boom for like 12 bucks and,
1: my big thing with um the gawi's where I know they had a certain the x sevens I heard s- specifically or the n x sevens both of those um they had i heard there was like some manufacturing issues with the the torque tube that they weren't true they came bent okay. which caused a lot of vibrations yeah. Yeah. um but not even that like I'm scared of that crown gear because I just feel like that crown gear um thinking of like the old you know align days and stuff or like any any of the stuff where you have like a crown or an umbrella gear or something like that. I just you know like the I don't wanna end up stripping those gears and losing yeah. the tail all the time. So so I, I had a little phobia in yeah. my head about it, which I think it's all just in my head. Like I said,
2: Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think you'll have any issue in flight. I mean obviously if you touch the tail or crash you're gonna strip a gear. I mean there mm-hmm. there's no way a torque tube is going to be as forgiving as a belt. Right. I mean, for that reason. Yep. But they're light and they they auto really well. Yeah. And um,
1: yeah, so that's why you know I'm going to give it a try. This is the kit that um, my local hobby shop um, was trying has been trying to sell for a while. And you know, it was like I think I mentioned it earlier on some episodes earlier that you know the. Uh, the owner of the heli passed away and his wife was like trying to get rid of it. So, yeah, it's, it's been sitting in the shop for now at least I'd say a couple of months or even four months. We should be so, able to get a geez. good deal then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll say it. It's 500 for the formula kit with the blades, with two canopies and the boom cover.
2: Yeah, that's a good deal,
1: which is an awesome deal in my opinion. So, yeah. I'm going to take it and, you know, it'll, it'll help her out. And also, you know, I'll get a nice kit for a really great price. So, why not? yeah cool all right yeah and that's really it for me how about you kevin uh
0: i hope to fly too man you're, you're not out sure there you're flinning do some flying huh oh <laughs> you're not, not sure
1: for that's sure flinning
0: <laughs> yeah well hopefully i'm not too banged up from i gotta have surgery tomorrow so on my tooth gonna be it. fine i'll be fine. fine
1: weekend yeah are you on call this weekend or anything or this week
0: yeah yeah i started okay. today
1: Oh, okay. Fun stuff.
0: Yeah. We'll see. I, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll probably be by with something. Okay, cool. And if it's snowing, maybe I'll fly something highly visible, like <laughs> the FT Viggen in the snow. I, I should do that with my 4S, ride. dude. bring that bad boy out and fly it for, like, a last hurrah. Who cares if it gets all screwed up?
1: Your 4S? Yeah. Which is your 4S? The red one? No, no the no, red one's
0: six 6S, yeah. Put some high highly noticeable colors on the forest and shoot and that around in the snow. That'd be pretty cool.
1: You know, it'd be really cool too. Uh-oh. Let's, let's, let's tape a smoke bomb in the the duck and light it up and toss <laughs> okay. your plane in the air. I got Remember em. we bought those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we bought those. Let's try it. I still got that big one.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like, yeah. I, uh-huh.
0: I timed two of the other ones and they're like 10 seconds and maybe 30 seconds. But the big one is like two minutes, and if I ever get that biplane back together, man, yeah, I'd love yeah, to put, put that, that in there and like nice. remote ignite that. That'd be crazy.
3: Yeah, that'd
1: be cool. All right, is that it? You got yeah. Anything else, okay.
0: No,
2: that's it. How about you, Andy? Um, I've got some wrenching
1: to do. Um,
2: the last flight on my gasser, I landed and I was like, "There's a lot of oil around the exhaust." I touched the muffler; it's just jiggling. It was just hanging ah. on. Oh, geez. Wow. Yeah. So I got to tighten that back up, get a new gasket. Uh, my Protos 380s got a busted frame. It's so got to replace that. Um, didn't crash it at OHB. I actually didn't even take it cause I didn't find it had a cracked frame to like three days before. So I was like, man, ah, damn it. Fix that. And then probably try to d- get some flying in this week. Um, I got some catching up to do work-wise from being gone for for an entire week, but right. I'll sneak a few in here and there. And um, I've been looking at these jets on Motion RC. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, there's a met- couple of new ones Yeah, there sure, Yeah, huh? I've never flown a, an EDF, and uh, I've been thinking about it for a while. I've never really had a big interest in jets, but I might get one just to play with. So Which one are you thinking again? about? Uh, that's the, uh, 80 millimeter Avanti. It's yellow nice. and whites. It's mm-hmm. fairly new. I think it came out earlier this year. Okay. Um, I I need something on the little bit bigger side so I can take off from my grass runway. Um, the, the little bitty ones, I don't think they'll handle grass, even though it's short and manicured. I, I don't know how well they'll do. So might try yeah. one out here pretty soon. That's nice. about it for me, I guess, getting ready for holidays and and stuff. I'll just try to get as much flying in as I can.
3: Awesome. Did,
0: did you see this MIG so a 21 silver 80 millimeter EDF that's on here? I'm trying to find the specs on it. They show a picture of a kid standing with it. I don't know, that's a girl. This thing must be five feet long, 6S 4000 milliamp.
2: You, have you guys seen the, the A ten they've got? The yeah. Dual, dual eighty millimeters. There's a guy in my club got one. That thing is freaking huge.
0: Is it? Yes. Yeah. Nice.
2: It it's it's pretty awesome though.
0: Yeah, that's expensive. We watched a guy what was that, Steve, two years ago? Last yeah, I think it was like two years ago, two summers ago now. Guy took off with one of these free wing jets and uh he wound up losing it in the woods. And he smashed the landing gear off it. And that was the
1: F 18. Yeah. Or F 16.
0: It was really was it?
1: nice though. It was the, you know, the great F 18. Yeah. Had all the missiles and everything on it. And, uh, the, and the, the messed up part was, is like, he was flying it. He wasn't experienced because he like basically came down and smashed in the ground and went right back up. So broke yeah. the landing gears off. And then instead of like coming around and landing, he like, kept on flying and went f- far out on the, yeah, I don't know, the left side and basically lost it, like Throwing lost in, orientation. And, yep. and it just went down, down, down. and, mm. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it happens, but it's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. But it was definitely a nice plane.
0: Sucks to lose a $500 plane like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: for sure. All right. All right. Do we want to, uh, are we done? That's it? You want to yeah. do a wrap up? Yeah, sure. Wrap it up. Alright, let's wrap it up. Okay, Facebook likes. We are at we got a big jump this week. We are at seven hundred and twenty-one likes. That's plus nine this week. Wow. Yeah. Let's cue the music. I'm gonna right. definitely need for one one name. <laughs> two, three. Yeah, nah. I think I I think yeah, maybe two. You're yeah, definitely, definitely getting two. better. No, no. Nah. No, you're not. <laughs> no, nah. The names to, are just getting easier i was trying to be supportive you know <laughs> it's all good I don't, I don't need i don't need you know um i don't need the your- grandeur. <laughs> you know <laughs> i need i'm realistic i'm, I'm a realist <laughs> okay so let's go we have sapna singh uh we know this one well sorta uh minair miniature aircraft so it's uh nice. i guess whoever manages that uh, their Facebook page, like this, uh, I believe it might actually be Devin or Raja on that. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Uh, we have the uh, Chloe Allison Prince, uh, Rob Renowitz. Uh, this one's gonna be a little weird. Uh, Fui mota-, mota Mo. Nice. Uh, Andrew Lash. These are. Uh, that's the guy that uh, bought the Goblin Black Thunder. Um, we we hung out with him at. Uh, what was it the northeast model helicopter jamboree and also south jersey yeah 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 uh the the music teacher from long island that's cool uh we have andy wildhagen uh peter lubber and jay patel nice thanks guys thank you thanks everyone wildhagen Gotta love that name yeah (laughs) all right facebook comments Kevin. Uh, Facebook comments. Yeah.
0: Kevin. Yeah,
1: I'm freaking ready. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, like we were talking about earlier,
0: Chris Breams uh, said he got to fly the new to him Blade 450X that he bought from Chris Ribert. Mm-hmm. And he did some ho- hovering. And like you said, he's more comfortable nose in than tail in. Um, and he says, by the way, there's no bitch switch. So it's kind of interesting knowing there's no cure for dumb thumbs.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you got to know what you're doing. There's no <laughs> safe for or uh, rescue or nothing in that
0: he's very creative
3: mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and this is one that we should have caught uh,
0: earlier well i guess you guys should have caught it earlier this month uh steve wattenberg posted a, a reminder that we're invited to the dome uh any sunday did you listen uh, to the
1: podcast
0: oh did you read this yeah oh sorry i did listen to the podcast <laughs> In between all the typing and banging that was going on. <laughs> I it.
1: Did you pull a Bill Anthony and fall asleep? No. <laughs> I like the long pauses. Mm,
2: uh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually,
0: that's funny. Andy says that because he, he was like, you know, I really like the one podcast you guys had. The name of it was uh. So Yeah, Uh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were laughing about that. <laughs> over the weekend, that was pretty funny. And David Hill, he uh, uh huh, Hilda Flyer, he checked in, uh, listening to to uh number ninety seven, and I guess that's where he works. He posted a little selfie of yeah. him all done up mixing chemicals or whatever he's doing there.
1: No. So hey, Dave, uh, and Dave, I, I'm I am gonna I still have all those pictures <laughs> of my video build. I'll eventually do a write up <laughs> on the on the flight test uh, articles or forum. <laughs> cool. Awesome. All right. Uh, website comments. Website comments.
0: We did get one from Javier. Uh, who said he had a long drive. Was listening to some old RCHN episodes. He thought it'd be cool to build on some ideas that they had for, to and and take them over as our style. Talked about predictions, which I know that's something we did last year. We should probably do this year after the break that we're taking. And he meant it's funny. uh... It's funny he mentioned the, the PPP test, not the PPT test, uh, because I was just reviewing last year's podcast where we made some predictions and uh, I didn't get to our actually hours for this upcoming year to, to check them out and see if they came true or not. But uh, I did hear that, yeah, we want to do the PPP test and we still haven't done it.
1: I, mean, I think I've heard it, hovered and said, yeah, does that look like I'm hovering good? Can you sign me off? And then that was it.
0: But yeah, thanks, Javier. We'll we'll take into consideration that, and and uh, he thinks it's great. We're taking a little break. He says, but Steve, you have to bust Kevin's chops for missing two shows in a row.
1: I know. <laughs> That's a total of four shows total.
0: I know, dude.
1: Anything else? You want to move on to the people of Podbean?
0: People of Podbean. Yeah, because my voice is not lasting as long as I thought it was going to last. Uh, I don't know where I left off because... You weren't here for two episodes. (laughs) I was away for two episodes, and I wasn't going to edit myself in. I said that would be kind of corny. Well, let's see. I think it was Jason Pina, 13, uh, started following us. Steve W, 64, started following us. Our buddy Gina, she liked episode 101, 102, and 103, and 104. I guess she had a lot of um, welding to do, so she Mm -hmm. was listening to a lot of episodes. of episodes. Mm -hmm. Our buddy Mike Welch, he liked episode one hundred two, one hundred three, one hundred four. Uh, Ryan Zanell liked episode one hundred three. DFT Thorpe or DF Thorpe liked episode one hundred four. Takumi helicopters with Justin, and so did Fury ninety. And uh, I think that's it. Well, thanks guys, thanks for liking and uh, and following us. Awesome, thank you guys. All right, iTunes review. I checked out iTunes and there are no new iTunes reviews. Oh, good. Yeah, that's something.
2: I messed up. I meant to put an iTunes review last week and so that you could read it on today's show.
1: Oh, you should. I thought that
2: would have been funny,
1: but
2: (laughs) I screwed around and never got it done.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's all right. Hmm, No worries. So, Andy, uh, if someone wants to get in touch with you, have a question about, you know, Jetty or Jedi or however you pronounce that Jedi. weird radio with the big screen on the top where it's <laughs> properly placed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or just any other questions, or maybe about the Whiplash gaster. You know, sure. I'm actually pretty interested in that. Yeah,
2: um, absolutely. Um, yeah, you can find you me on touch? yeah, mm-hmm. you can find me on Facebook, um, or my email is Ross Andy R O S S A N D Y at msn.com Feel free to send me a message or. Send me a Facebook message, and I'll answer the best I can.
1: Okay, so drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4rcpodcast. Check out our webpage, free4rcpodcast.com. Say hi to Chris Rybert. Hey, Chris Rybert. Hey, Chris. So, Chris, uh, Flight Test Forums, off-the-field audio and video production, other than Flight Test Podcasts, Free for RC Podcast, sitting to, next to our friends, the FT Community Cast. Hey, Pat, the Mike, and sometimes Nick, and sometimes and Fred. Fred, yeah, let would say. rchelihangouts.com forums under the RC Heli Hangouts main section, Podcast Corner, and free Four RC Podcast, sitting next to our friends, the RC Heli Hooligans Podcast. Hey, Walt, Ned. Hey, Walt.
0: Hey. We had a great yeah. show.
1: Yeah, and Walt, I got a... Kevin, hit me up today. I got to ship you out some uh, stickers and see right? Oh, yeah. When's their event? Damn it. I meant to write that down. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and that's another thing I wanted to mention, too. Shoot.
0: Yeah.
2: It's uh, January 12th
1: through the 14th, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's something like the chill, chill, yeah, fly, the, slide, the, chill, chill uh, down.
2: Yeah, R- or- RC Heli Hooligans Chill
1: Out. Chill Out. That's it. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's, chill Out, bro. Uh, Notdale, North Carolina, southeast right.
1: of Raleigh. Nice north carolina yeah yeah and there's actually another event i wanted to mention was the fabulous las vegas fun fly um it is let's see here wow there is huge number of sponsors huge huge uh and i kind of want to go through this sponsor list because there's a special sponsor so it's currently february 23rd to 25th is the event it's in las vegas uh, home field of Alan Zabo. Ah, uh, Sam Boyd Field? Yeah. 600. Behind the University of Las Vegas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Oh,
0: sweet. I know that field. Yeah. Ben Storch flies there, too. Oh,
1: no, sorry. It's the William Bennett Radio Control Field. Is that the same one?
0: Yeah, it's the same one. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, so that's it's,
0: it. It's behind the Sam Boyd Field there, I think.
1: Nice. So just to kind of go over the gold sponsors, we have a line, of course. We have Diablo Peak Aircraft, Gawi. Um, helicopters, Mikado USA, MSH USA, SAB USA, Empire Hobbies, BK Design, A-Main, VP, uh, Power Master Fuel, Enterprise Hobby, Hobbywing USA, LionT-RExStore.com, Las Vegas Soaring Club, Ercha Brain2, VTX, and Always Keep Flying. Okay, now this is the s- silver sponsors next, what I want to mention. And those sponsors are BeastX, Cyclone, Scorpion, Perfect Regulators, Lower Heli, Futaba, Gen Ace, YS, Next. Um, RC Heli Sim, Thunder Power. You might recognize this next one. Free for RC podcast. What? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, Micro Heli, Castle, uh, what's this? Uh, Level Johnson Design, KBDD, High on Helis, Friendly Hobbies, and HeliFreak.com. Yeah. And Damn, they have dude. a huge lineup of, uh, pilots scheduled to attend. You know, Zabel Bell, Nick Maxwell, Kyle Stacey, Jesse from MSH, Kyle Dahl, Burke Cameron, Colin Belt, like I mean, Alex Rose, Ben Storch, this is it's just a oh, huge Derek Chekis, CJ Jenkins, Paul Johnson, George Brown, um, Danny Huckabee, Mark Meeks, it's just it's just tons of a line MSH BK Futaba, like just tons of pilots. It's gonna be awesome.
2: Sounds like the place to be.
1: It does. Is, is it February? <laughs> you say February twenty third to the twenty fifth. That's so, a
2: good time to go to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm, be cold. We, we could cut that
0: whole <laughs> promo for them short by saying everybody's gonna be there. Yeah. Just yeah. everybody. Everybody <laughs> so, who you can think of as a sponsor of sponsoring Yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. everybody's yep. gonna be there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Damn.
1: So so yeah, go go check it out. Uh fabulous Las Vegas Funfly is the website. It's Vegas. You know, even if if you only do a couple of days at the Funfly, fly, right? It's Vegas. You go have some good buffets. You could go see a Vegas show. You could go see the Bellagio Water th- show or gamble all your money away. Well, it's great. Can
2: think of it like this if you go and you crash all your shit, just go gamble the rest of your money away. No problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And maybe you'll ha- win enough money that you can actually just buy yeah. a new helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Not even worry about re kidding. Not whole, even rebuild re- that one. Yeah. There you go. Dude, so. it
0: says that. With the support of their sponsors, who you just mentioned, they have mm-hmm. over $9,000 in prizes. Yes. That's insane. It's
1: going to be insane. It's gonna
0: 71 be days. Well, it's going to be less than that once the podcast y- comes
1: yeah, out. Yeah, a couple of days less. But uh, it's definitely an event, you know.
0: And this is very close to the Sunset Station where my buddy Russ works at the Gowie Bar. So you can go and have a drink with him and say, uh, you know, Kevin. The Gowie Bar? The Gowie
1: Bar, yeah. How do you spell that? Uh, Is it like Gowie Helicopters? No, there's a few more letters in there. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, wow. Do we get a discount
0: or does he charge more? Because we know you.
1: Well, I'll probably charge you more. Uh,
0: He'll probably say say, put 10 bucks in the machine and I'll give you a couple (laughs) drinks.
1: He'll probably be like, Kevin who? Yeah. Just say I know Kevin,
0: that guy from Jersey.
1: Yeah. Kevin yeah. yeah, from Jersey that you always, you know, hook him up with some new recipes, new drink recipes. Yeah, if you tell him that, yeah, he'll definitely know. So, yeah, so definitely uh, check that out. I want to thank our listeners. Uh, as a reminder, this will be the last episode of the 2017 calendar year. Being the last episode of 2017, I want to make sure everyone has a happy holiday. And Kevin? Merry
0: Christmas. hmm And we'll probably be, well, we'll probably do one after New Year's, right?
1: Yeah, yeah we're so gonna do one pretty much right after New year so happy new year
2: yeah I just want to say I want to thank you guys for for keeping up the good work and I'm glad you're taking a few weeks off so you don't get burnt out because uh, we we rely on you uh, that new show every Friday so mm-hmm. keep it going I'm glad okay you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And on thank that you. note we're taking two weeks off. No, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no,
2: no, no, I was trying to say I'm glad you're taking some time off cuz I know it's a it's a, commi- a time commitment every week and you put a lot of work in and it shows in the the product you're putting out. So I just wanted yeah. to say just wanted to say that, that you're doing a good job so keep it up.
1: Awesome, thank you. Thank you. Clear guys, and we'll see you next time. See you. Bye. Kevin, you can't take any time off. You have to edit every show, or or the
0: show will be shite. It's called the Gaudi Bar, so it's G A U D I. But I think he pronounces it Gally Bar.
1: I don't know. I feel like you're saying like if I go to that bar, I'm gonna get Gaudi. Gaudi. I'm gonna get (laughs) Gau.
3: So. Less. Sorry. Thanks.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, not always. Have you ever not, flown your 7006S S? Uh, no. no. Oh, sorry, Kevin. It's not your top ten. <laughs> uh, I yeah, Kevin. Jeez. I'm sorry. Blooper.
0: <laughs> Hello. Still got to
1: adjust volume. Yeah, you're, you're hey. like you're like mad hot, and mad not in the not in a good way. Not in the Paris Hilton <laughs> way. Not. Oh, I don't. You think she's hot? I think she's weird looking.
0: No, she's the one that started. That's hot, dude. Do I have to school you on everything? Oh
1: God, you're like, you're like all about Paris Hilton now. Ugh. No, I'm the oh. current events. Oh my current God. events doctor, dude. Oh, damn it. Oh. Hey, Andy, you what? want to take over Kevin's spot as a as the host of the yeah. show? Yeah. <laughs> why Why is the oldest
2: guy here the one that's the most up on current events?
1: <laughs> or is he just up on current
0: events from like ten years ago? Oh, <laughs> no, I just think something's wrong with my brain.
1: I think he just likes <laughs> Celta.
0: No, I'm, I, dude, I bring up shit that's like years old. Brown I socks. I tell the wife, brown socks. I tell the wife, you know, remember that time when blah, 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 blah. And she'll be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you were wearing that out that and blah, blah, blah. And we, we did this. And she's like, I don't remember at all.
1: I think you need to smoke some weed.
0: Help you forget then- some of
1: those useless <laughs> memories. <laughs> well, I
0: thought that was what the vodka was for. Uh, you're not drinking enough, then. <laughs> so,
1: dude, it sounds like you're on the right microphone tonight. I know, dude. Like, last couple of times, I'm like, I test it, I go at Skype, and I'm like, okay, my my laptop is using the right microphone, Skype is using the right microphone, and then I, I listen to the recording, I'm like, I sound like I'm in a fucking, like, I don't know, dance hall or something, like, really open area, and it sucks. I'm gonna yell at you and Fred.
0: Sure. I miss I miss one damn episode too. Wait, wait, two. I, <laughs> I miss I miss one for work and one that was planned. And you guys are the your audio goes to crap. You guys start talking about multi rotors. I don't know what you guys are doing.
1: Yeah, like, we, you're, you're the glue for the podcast. <laughs>
2: Oh, God. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything, but you did kind of sound like shit.
1: No, no, for sure. I know. So I'm editing and I'm like, fuck, it sounds like crap. I'm like, ah, whatever. Yeah, I, I would have,
2: you know, I would have ragged you about it over the weekend, but I was saving up, you know, those episodes of, for the drive home. Oh, and okay. Drive, so you didn't hear
1: like, it to that. Yeah. I was like,
2: what the hell is going on? He sounds like he's in the bottom of a whale.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. Um, You want to get some of your stuff in, Kevin?
0: Dude, all I was thinking about was I, I talked to Andy at OHB, and he was like, I really like the production value and all the stuff. <laughs> I, I'm listening to that
1: show, and I'm like, oh, my God. I hear typing. I'm like. Yeah, oh. I try. I, and you know what? You would have heard a lot more. I edit a lot of the typing out. Like, yeah. a lot of it. It's like I only, as much, yeah. only the times where, like, I was saying something and typing. I couldn't edit out because obviously, you know, but, yeah. um, but yeah, all the other times were like my mouth shut. I'm like some of the, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. You know, like the parts where I kind of agree to people, what they say. I had to even edit those out because I had too much typing noise. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. I was thinking of that as I was listening, cause I was telling Kevin how good your production value was. And <laughs> I was like, man, he's going to listen to this. And his head's going to get so big. Cause he's going to be like, okay, the one time I'm not there and it goes to shit so
0: no mm-hmm. it, my head's probably a little big now but then i'll do something completely <laughs> stupid within the next couple of weeks and i'll be like all right i'm back to where i was <laughs> get knocked back down a notch
3: mm-hmm. yeah
0: exactly i got the <laughs> i got the radio voice tonight because uh i got the cold coming on oh boy And I'm supposed to have surgery tomorrow. How's that going to happen with a cold? I don't know. I'm just going to go in there and say, just yank it for your mouth. Yeah. They're stitching it shut.
1: (laughs) I heard that's the best thing for you. Yeah. My wife
0: thinks so. She's paying for it. Getting a tooth
2: pulled out or something. Yeah. Yeah. I got to have a bunch cut out
0: wisdom teeth. That's going to suck. No, this is my front one. And it's mm. been bothering me for like a year, so I it's just it's been through it's been through a ton of shit. Mm. So yeah, so you're you're, out, get, you're getting
1: ready for Florida then, huh?
0: Yeah. Okay. Move right in.
1: Move right hey, in. Hey y'all. Right in.
0: Sorry, sorry, Andy.
1: Ah <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I know the "hey y'all"
0: thing is kind of like all.
1: Southern Texas. Southern. Yeah. Mainly Texas, right? I don't know. I, I just every time I hear someone say it, I, I I picture like Dolly Parton or something, you know, saying that. I got it from
0: from what's her name? Who was that the the woman, the co- the baker, the cook that they all went after for a week and then destroyed her and then moved on? Um Paula Dean. Hey oh yo. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who
1: always puts yeah. like two sticks of butter in everything she eats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Nothing's better than that. Yeah. All right, dude. All right, let's get started. Two sticks of butter.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> FAA's back, right? Ooh, that's FAA's that's news. Nice.
3: Two sticks of butter. <laughs>
1: way to
2: tie it together
1: yeah
3: all
2: right